Hey, longtime listeners, this is Shades here to tell you about our sponsor this week. It's you, our longtime listeners. If you would like to actively support this show, you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash shades and sketch. We are looking for 10 subscribers to kick in $30 a month so that we can keep this show on the air ad free, free of things that you don't care about and we don't believe in. So once again, that's patreon.com slash shades and sketch. Thank you so much to all of our current patrons. And um, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming to you over on the Patreon very soon. Season two. Now on to this week's episode. Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking, Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch. Welcome back, longtime listeners. Welcome back. Guys, season two. Feels good to be back in the GoCo. After a little, uh, a, little, a little winter reprieve, yeah, a little, a little uh, downtime, yeah, a little, uh, a little Time break well from spent. the action, absolutely. But I have been excited, excited to get I back. I can see that. Sketch. Yes, um, guys. Speaking of the GoCo, every time you join us, you join us in another corner of the geeking out multiverse. Shades, where are we this time? Well, sketch. Um... Little snafu. We're back. Uh, we're back, but uh, you know, very difficult. Difficult to power the Goko. Uh, we have we have ran out of fuel. Stranded, some might say. Yes. Uh, we self exiled. Some if might you, say. Yeah. If you, we have, we've cut ourselves off from the the geeking out multiverse, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are we are here on Octo. Back One, again. Th- thank goodness these these four sensitive trees seem to burn forever, or we would be. Cold. Frozen. Yeah. We're just chomping on some porg. Yeah. Um, Fortunately, an abundance of porg. Last time we were here, we found that nice brown robe. Remember that yes. nice brown robe? I went back to the same spot. You know what Not I there? found? Mechanical arm. Mechanical oh, hand. Oh, hey. Yeah. You never know when you're going to need one of yeah, those. Yeah, I've been using it like chopsticks for my <laughs> porg. Finger licking good, just not my fingers. <laughs> um. So, guys... If we are back on Octo, that must mean that with a mechanical we're, arm, with a mechanical arm and, and roasted pork, that must mean that once again we're talking about the Last, last Jedi. Jedi. We're still talking still, Last Jedi. Still talking Last Jedi. No, just no. kidding. There, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but there was a a new installment oh, uh, of Star sketch. Wars. Sketch. There was a great disturbance in the Force, as always, as these movies now cause. Yes. So uh, what we are really talking about in this episode is the, the Rise, Rise of, of Skywalker. Skywalker. Uh, you knew, you knew, yeah. you knew. We have to, we got to talk about it. It's the big two, and it's the big conclusion of the S- Skywalker saga. Uh, essentially, the movie universe. The movie point. universe. The mainline movie universe. Um, and there's just a lot to 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 dig into. Oof. So before we start, do we have a theme oh, song? Oh, of course, we have well, a the theme most song. classic of theme songs. Perfect. It doesn't get any more iconic than that. Yeah. And I assume moving forward with any uh, new properties that Disney comes out with, we won't have that score. I imagine. Any longer. So yeah. we, we, ha- we got to we gotta do it. Yeah, only the mainline story has you, right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Rogue One didn't. Solo didn't. Oh, wow. Mandalorian doesn't. It's just Star Wars. Uh, just the Skywalker stuff. Wow. End of an era. I'm glad John Williams got his cameo. I am also glad John Williams got his cameo. Because yeah. my guess is now he's he, done he's making done. making music yeah. for Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. 
He's done. I would well, agree. Though. I think he's done well. Maybe we'll finally get that uh, that fifth Jaws sequel. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll come back for that. There wasn't a Jaws five. I don't believe so. Wow. Wow. Four took place in SeaWorld. Okay. That's and oh, you know, that's wait, a no, three took place in SeaWorld. Okay. Four was the revenge. Mm, yes. Nope, I don't believe there's five. Jaws in space first, and then that, and then Jaws time travel. That would be cocoa bananas. Oh, and then and I would Jaws seven. I would go see that in a minute. Jaws seven, Jaws Tokyo Drift, <laughs> and then Jaws eight would be the multiverse. The Jaws multiverse, the jo- probably. Yeah. If just if we're going based on yeah trends, just yes, that seems how how we'd be yeah. doing this. But guys, this is not the Jaws eight. It's not uh, no. episode. This is the Rise of Skywalker episode. So. Shades, what do you want to start with? History of, of uh, this particular ooh, movie? Man, okay. I mean, we don't need to talk about our history with Star Wars. We've talked we about that at great length. Sure. I think Rogue One was our first dive into Star Wars, so if you're interested. Yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, we started yeah. with Rogue One. Well, man, what a bummer. Oof, what a what a bummer. You know, that I was so... I loved that movie the first time I saw it. And then each... I've seen it... A, I, I've seen uh, it... I've seen it. I've seen Rogue One three times, and probably each time I've seen it, it has reduced my enjoyment by half. Yeah, I you would ro- I would watch Civil War again before I would. I watch remember hearing that. Rogue was it One? was it for Rogue One that you I think you so. came up with the Civil War? Uh, <laughs> I think so. Analogy? Okay. <laughs> the Civil War rating watch. system. <laughs> yes. The CWRS, as we call it sure. here in the GoCo. Yeah. We abbreviate everything here. Uh, history. History of the rise of. Skywalker. In August of 2015, it was announced that Colin Trevorrow, mm-hmm. Jurassic World, would direct Episode 9 and write the script with collaborator Derek Connolly. Okay. Pre-production began in February of 2016. However, I'm um, oh, sorry, uh, pre-production began in February of 2016 with a release date of May 24th, 2019. However, by December 2016, it was clear there was a great disturbance in the force. Oh, no. Carrie Fisher's death, well, that was along scary. with story complications from Ryan Johnson's Last Jedi, triggered a series of rewrites. Story complications? What a, what a <laughs> kind way to say that. Um, I like to call them subversions of expectations. Sure, yes. Uh, triggered a series of rewrites, now confirmed reports... Um, we've we've recently gotten leaks that were confirmed by Trevorrow. Duel of the Fates, real. That was his final version of his episode nine script. Uh, he wrote seven drafts of episode nine, none of which were approved by Kathleen Kennedy. Um, Trevorrow and Kennedy's relationship became, quote, unmanageable after failing to produce a story she would approve. On September 5th, 2017, it was announced that Trevorrow had left the project. Then uh, That day, it was rumored that Ryan Johnson would write and direct, which he immediately denied. Uh, and the next day, September 6th, it was announced that J.J. Abrams would be back uh, to write and direct episode nine with a release of 12-20-2019. Wow. Um bonkers there's there's a big question though that i want to ask but i'm gonna save it for you know 
Do you want to write it down so you don't forget? I actually have it already on this page. Okay, great. It relates. Okay, guys. There's a We're, lot. There are. There's a page, lot. Guys, here I have seven pages of Last Jedi notes that I've that I've um. Get comfy. I have get comfy, everybody. Boiled down in a nice reduction to three and a half pages. Perfect. Uh, principal photography began on August first, twenty eighteen, and wrapped February fifteenth, twenty nineteen. Yikes! With reshoots taking place in September and October of twenty nineteen. Post production wrapped on November twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Less than one month before the film's premiere. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, that explains a lot Mm -hmm. about Rise Mm -hmm. of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Should we just, should we just say right off the bat that, that, um, we both enjoyed this movie. Yes. We both enjoyed this. I really enjoyed the movie. I, I will say that. Um, cause we came out a little hard on Last Jedi. Yes. So. And I do, I do want to reframe some of what I said in Last Jedi. Sure. When, um, when we kind when of we boil there. down the whole universe. When, um, it, it shouldn't surprise people, I think, that you and I enjoyed this movie based on our opinions of The Last Jedi. Yes. Um, because I really think all that exists in this world, just like light and dark, are the people who liked Last Jedi and, and the, the people, people who, who liked, liked Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, we're going to get there. We are. Um, do I have any more notes on that? No, then the movie came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, then the movie came out. And you and saw this one before I did. I did. You lucky you dog. You had here. your tickets, like, in advance, and I went on a whim. Yeah. On a Thursday night, yeah, 9 yeah. o'clock showing in, to an um, empty theater. Or, like, maybe 30 people in a theater in Providence. No, the issue was, there was just, for, for me, there was... Listen, did, you I see saw, it, did you see it in IMAX? I saw it in IMAX okay. on a Saturday. On the Saturday it came out. So it so, came out Thursday night. But, you know, we went with a lot of people, so it's tough work. So IMAX was IMAX was sold out for weeks. I couldn't get into oh, IMAX, yeah, IMAX if I wanted was, to. And they back. only did IMAX showing in showings in Rhode Island for one showing a day. I'm sorry. They only did 3D IMAX showings oh. for one one showing a day. Did not see this in 3D. Only saw yeah. regular IMAX. I think I, I, think I have officially... I'm done with 3D. I hate 3D. Yeah, I, but I, I think I won't see anything. Uh, else. My personal opinion is, if you're gonna see a movie in IMAX, you might as well see it in 3D. Yeah, the glasses just give me such a headache. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really like IMAX either. I saw it, the second time I saw Rise of Skywalker, I mm-hmm. saw it in IMAX and I enjoyed it much less. That's interesting. It yeah, was the second time I saw it. I saw it regular. I enjoyed it, it in a regular make that theater. Big of a difference to me. It's IMAX is just so goddamn loud. Um. And much more expensive. I'm old. Too. It's expensive and it's loud. Anyway. Yeah, we bought our tickets probably within an hour of them going on sale. And just to like get a showing that we could all go to and get primo seats for, it bumped us all the way to Saturday. So <sighs> that's why. Uh, how many is all of us? Six. Six of us. Wow. So uh, we got you know, we got two two tickets on a last minute whim for yeah. a nine o'clock show on the Thursday in a nice. regular theater. That's pretty great. Yeah. You know. Uh, should we do the all important internet scores? It was a stressful two days. Was it? I was Avoiding like so spoilers. stressed. I was going to hear something. Somebody spoiled. tagged me in uh, a face no uh, a Twitter post mm-hmm. with a, with a spoiler, spoiler in it that I had already. I said to you, 
Yeah. Before I mean, we'll get into it. Spo- we should say spoilers for oh, Rise spoilers of Skywalker. For Rise of Skywalker. If you're and listening, Star yeah, Wars potential. If you're listening to this episode, I hope we are going. It. I hope you've seen the movie. If you haven't, you should stop now and go. Also, though, if you're watch. listening and you haven't seen it, we're probably not going to be the ones that spoiled it for right. you. It's probably already been spoiled. But I had said to you, yeah, before anything, we and then we were like, no more talking about it. And yep. the last thing I said was. My, here's my here's my final Ray theory. I've gone back. I've looked at some things. Ray's a Palpatine. Final 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 answer. And that was what somebody tat. I was like, that was the spoiler. I got tagged in, but I said eh, I already figured that one out. And then I said I got to go see this movie right now before that happens again. I um I I basically just black out black out yeah. internet and um you go communications dark. Honest honest to God, I felt amazing. When I sat in that theater and bow, Star Wars shows yeah. up on the and screen, excited. and I was like, "I did it! I didn't. Nothing got through to me. Weakest I got crawl of all of the movies yeah, it was too. Wow! What like why um, do it? But I was so I was just so happy that I had made it right without anything. Right, and I honest to God, I think I enjoyed the movie more because I didn't get I didn't get involved like I did last time with Last Jedi with like theories and you know. Like yeah, that. but I that was I had said that to you. I said final answer, raise a Palpatine. Mm-hmm. I got tagged in that spoiler, and then we rolled with it. And then we rolled, and we saw it. All important internet scores. Okay, IMDb gives. And, oh, and speaking of all important internet scores, I still to this date haven't looked them up because I wanted to be genuinely interested in what you had to say oh, here. Okay, cool. So I don't know. I should have gotten done. Metacritic too, but I looked at Metacritic, but I didn't write it down. Do you okay. want me to tell you? Include it in the scores, even though we don't do Metacritic anymore. Sure, because I think it adds credence to the scores. Okay. Okay, IMDb. As of when I looked these up, IMDb gave Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. a 6.9. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, critic score, mm-hmm. 52%. Mm-hmm. Fan score, 86%. Yeah, so kind of a flip. Metacritic, 64. Okay. Google, 75% wow. of the viewers. Low for Google. It's very low. And... I gave this, yeah. uh, just for context, I gave Last Jedi a 70, I'm sorry, a 68. What did I give Last Jedi? I don't know. I'm on two I only went back and now, looked, so I, don't uh, even... I went back to my season one notebook oh, man, and looked sh- at I it. I should look it up. I gave Last Jedi a 68. I gave Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. an 80. Okay. Sketch. I gave Rise of Skywalker an 89. Wow. Yeah. So we're in the I decade. originally given it an 86, but then I thought about I had, some of my big questions made me go back and lower my score because I really don't like the implications that I came to. I originally gave it an 87 until I saw it again, and then I was like, I'm going to bump it too, cool. but I can't put it in the 90s. Right. So I just Interesting. I, I so skirted it. We were uh, originally, we were a point apart from each other. Yep. And, and we, then you went up and I went down. Yep. And that's really our relationship. It is. Yeah. We both typically start at the same, and then you go down. I go down and, and I go, go up. up. Yeah. Yep. That's what the listeners have come to expect. All throughout season one, that is what they've come to expect. And guys, we are carrying the torch. Yeah. Um, I did not prepare a synopsis. Because I I thought rather than a synopsis, we would do a post-mortem on the whole Skywalker saga. But I think we're going to do that in a later episode. Yeah, guys, this is is kind of part one of our big season two premiere back. We're, we're, We're... Front loading with Star Wars. Yes, so we're, we're getting doing, it out of the way. We're doing Rise of Skywalker for part one, uh, and then our next episode—I'll spoil it right now—is going to be Mandalorian. Mandalorian series and just kind of state of Star Wars. Wh- yeah, what's going on with Star Wars? Yeah, now that the Skywalkers are yeah. no more. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, there's so, gonna be more so, stuff so stay tuned for that. Yeah. So do, do we do a synopsis? Do you want to no, do a No, it's synopsis? just the conclusion of the story. So yeah, it's the conclusion of of nine movies. I will tell you the synopsis that I sent to you immediately after seeing it. <laughs> please, please. That was fantastic. The text I sent you as credits were crawling where it was, hi, I'm J.J. Abrams, and fuck you, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> that was the movie. <laughs> let's just... It really was. Let's um, just take everything that, that he did. Yes. And, and undo it. And undo it. As as best we can. Yep. Um, and we're going to talk about that in just, yep. and in just I a few think, moments. And I think J.J. Uh, Abrams only has himself to blame for that. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna get there. This isn't the point sure. yet of, this, of the episode to talk about that. Um, do you want to get right into... Should we just... Do you just want to talk about the movie organically? Do you want to do rants? Do you want to do... I want to do rants and raves. I want to start with rants this time. Great. Please do. Um... Because I, I do honestly have a lot to rave about, and I want to I want to spend the meat of our time on the raves. Sure. So let's just get some of the little rants out of the way. Um, my number one rant of The Rise of Skywalker is The Last Jedi. The Last of... <laughs> That's my number one rant. I just want to say publicly that I do not mention The Last Jedi once. Mm-hmm. In any of my Rise of Skywalker notes, and that I just want to publicly draw attention to the fact that it is Sketch who is now ranting on. Well, Last me, Jedi, go. Let me explain why I I listed oh, that. Oh, as I a think rant. I understand, yeah. and I would agree with you. It's 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 this movie suffered from tremendously the fallout of yes that movie, and whether or not you like the Last Jedi is is not important. To, right. to acknowledging the fact that this movie suffered because of that movie. Right. Um, it was not a a continuous story. Right. And that and that and so that's not on Last Jedi. That wasn't that wasn't even Oh, it, it's a hundred percent on Last Jedi. But I mean, but the, like the decision at the beginning of this whole oh, trilogy right, 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 right. to like not even go in with a oh a sure plan. yes. I can't blame Last Jedi on that completely. I will blame Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams for yes. that. And then, you know, so then Last Jedi comes out and, and it just divides everybody. Yes. And it makes, it really makes just such, such a, a strong line in the sand. Yeah. And then this movie felt the responsibility. J.J. Abrams seems to felt the responsibility to just like fix everything that everyone complained well, about. to try and tell a continuous story. Yeah. Because uh, here's, you know, so here's here's the problem here. If I can just piggyback of on this course. for a minute. Of course. We always and piggyback. And my first rant is how do you launch a three-part three movie series and not have the essential questions answered? Yeah. Um, and, the, and my answer that I came to with that is J.J. Abrams is the mystery box writer. Sketch, are you familiar with the mystery box style of writing? Nope. So um, when you're creating a work of art mm-hmm. or, or any story, there's usually uh, an end point that you're trying to get to to wrap things up. Sure. Well, in the mystery box style of writing, and you can you can go on YouTube and watch J.J. Abrams' TED Talk where he explains the mystery box. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. You oh. just start writing, oh. and you go wherever the story takes you. Mm-hmm. Do you inher- like, I mean, hopefully you inherently see the problem with that. Yes, I do. You'll either just keep writing forever mm-hmm. or your story doesn't have a natural progression. Mm-hmm. And I hate the mystery box. Yeah. I hate that style of writing. And um, it, it, 
the whole crux of that is, you know, J.J. Abrams himself tells us, you know, what's important in that. And it, he says, in Lost, did you watch Lost? No, Sketch? I did not watch I, Lost. I started watching Lost. I stopped watching in season two. At the end of season two, I said, oh, Spoilers, uh, spoilers for, for Lost. Spoilers for I Lost. I jumped in on that. I saw it coming. Spoilers for Lost. Thank you, Sketch. Nice yep. catch. Um, at the end of Lost, yeah. you, you, you come to find out uh-huh. that they all died. Okay. In, in the very first episode, Guess I'm not they're all Lost. stuck in purgatory. Ooh. And this was all like them working through all of their unfinished business to like become the people that they need to become to get into heaven. Oh, it's kind of like the anime Angel Beats. Yes. Okay. It's exactly that. Um, and uh, great, great series, by the way. It, Very it is good exactly, series. it Very is exactly uh, that, that story. We should do that. Oh, man, that, we should a, do that a, series. That's a series. Uh, spoilers. Spoilers for Angel Beats. Uh, and, and in the final episode, yeah. the main, main character, the, you know, it was an ensemble show. But, uh, you know, the, he meets Jack that we've been following through all of these adventures. Mm-hmm. He, he turns around at his, like, it's his, he's at his own funeral. Oh, boy. And he turns around and there's his dad, who's been dead for decades. Yeah. And his dad says to him, the answers don't matter. It was the journey that mattered. Oh. Lost ran for, I think, seven years. Yeah. And in season two, those of us who are watching, when... They didn't push the button that they had to push, and instead of the world exploding, uh-huh. the sky turned purple, and oh. then there was a smoke monster. Yeah, um, I thought it was about a plane crash. It, well, that's where it's... This is the mystery box. Where you start doesn't matter, and where you end doesn't matter. It's all the things that happen in between. Yeah. It's like those I would, inspirational I would say, posters. I would say that in life, that might be true. Oh, okay. But when I'm... Not in like, storytelling. Yeah, not storytelling. Because... No. Storytelling is something I do um, as part of, like, to es- to escape mm-hmm. or for enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Satisfaction. I know- yes. You want the satisfaction. Thank you. I want the, the satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And and we, at the end of season two, we all said, oh, they're all, they're all dead and they're all in purgatory. Mm. And J.J. Abrams goes, no, that's not, no, that's not it. And then he took back season. And, and then another five years go by. Mm-hmm. At the end, and at the end of it, it was like, oh, uh, yeah, you fig- you figured it out in yeah. season two. Yeah. But I, I just wanted you to go on the journey. That's very childish. Fuck you, J.J. Abrams. And you like J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams is probably my, like my, he's up there in my pantheon of directors. I love his visual style. Yeah. I love his visual storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's like a whimsy in a similar way to a Joe Johnston movie. Sure, of course. Uh, Joe or a Spielberg Johnston. movie. Um, I love his directorial style, and he's probably my least favorite writer mm-hmm. of the the millennium mm-hmm. or or like storyteller i don't think jj abrams should ever be given control of a script yeah period end of story but he's able to raise a lot of money he yes. has his own production company mm-hmm. um these movies were not lucasfilm movies they were bad robot movies mm-hmm. Uh, much in the same way that he did with star trek he got to create his own yeah. separate star trek universe and and just like do the same thing in Star Trek. Where's it going? We don't fucking know. Um, uh, none of it seems to make sense, and that's because of this—the mystery box style of writing. Yeah, and the, and I mean, and so what's there in you the go. box? That's, it doesn't matter what's in the box. That's that's what you think what is I in mean. the box. Is what matters? That's what I mean when I say the Last Jedi is my first 
first rant is that there wasn't yeah. a clear direction. There but was I, no clear I don't endpoint. blame Ryan Johnson. No, I that. also don't blame Ryan Johnson. The thing I will say about that is, and reframe it, is Ryan Johnson had the responsibility of picking up the story at the end of the first installment. Yes. And bringing the story to its climax in such a way that somebody could be else completed could be completed. Yeah. And what Ryan Johnson did was said, none of these eight movies, none of these seven movies matter. Yep. None of it matters. Well, then, You're then, a nobody. Then, then, uh, then, then why have I been watching these fucking movies? This is the big question then that I was, I was going to say, but it's a perfect time to ask it. Like, if Ryan did do the third movie, what was he going to do? Where was he going to go I from I would there? imagine the only thing they could have done at that point was was Ray was going to train broom, Broomstick Kid. Broom, broomstick Kid? Yeah. He showed up at the end of Rise of the... He was he on like a little tricycle flying show up. through. Yes, he had his, tri- his bing, tricycle bing, 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 speeder bike with then, his broom. Then they killed him. Yep. It was dark. It was. But that's how we knew the stakes were high. stakes were high. And they exploded. Um... So yeah, uh, the, the the problem with Last Jedi is it's the climax of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's the the penultimate chapter mm-hmm. of argue the the things that happen in that in in episode eight. Yeah, should be it should it, it sh- episode eight needed to resolve the Skywalker lineage. Mm-hmm. It and end that story. Yeah. So that episode nine could end the universe. universe. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's Um, what needed to happen. And instead, Ryan Johnson uses it as a launching point for an expanded universe trilogy that he's, in theory, still going to direct at some point. But I think we all secretly, I think we we all know that that is shuttered and on indefinite. And so, and and we'll leave it. We'll leave it behind. Uh, but I mean, that's that's my issue. Is this movie bringing it back to Rise of Skywalker? It had to spend too much time, too much screen time of this movie, episode seven to episode nine. Yes, and and, and then fixing episode fixing eight. it so that we could finish the story. Fixing the story, not the movie. Yes, and then and then delivering a quote satisfying end right. to 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 the viewers. There, uh, did you? I, I certainly didn't catch all of the times that JJ said F you to Ryan. But there were I, a lot can of I, them. Can the I list best, you some the, of them? Sure, please. Number one. I'm glad that you made the list. Well, I don't know if this is number one. Just, just here's the ones. That, obvious. Laser obvious swords. Ones. Luke catches the, <laughs> yes. the lightsaber saying a Jedi's weapon deserves to be Treated, respected. Yes. Okay, that that's a big F. That is a big F. You yes, you, you, you toss it over my shoulder. Yep. Oh, now I'm gonna catch it. Did you think I was just gonna go off with my laser sword and take on the whole first order? Yeah. Y- yes, yes, yes. And in fact, and that's what you do. You did in fact do that. A little bit of a cheat, but yes, that yes, that was a giant fuck you move. And and J.J. Abrams and uh, Chris Terrio, the the co writer, who uh, let me look that up okay. because. Uh, J.J. Abrams wrote this movie with the the guy who wrote uh, Batman versus Superman. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Um, Do you bleed? You will. Which I'll uh, which I'll say controversially was a better written movie. I think. I'd like, I'd like to do Batman versus Superman. We have. I mean, I went back and listened to some old episodes. Yeah. We referenced the Batman versus Superman episode. We a gotta lot, do it. And at we've some never point. done it. Um, I have a lot to say about that movie. Anyway, here's another one while you're looking that up. Luke lifts his X-wing out of the water. Yeah, 
Okay. Uh, here's another uh, one. Well, this is an obvious one. Chris Terrio, I got it right. And oh, David Goyer. Here's Boyer. this yeah. is an obvious one. Ray is not a nobody. Ray is not a no- yes. That's obvious. Uh, the Holdo maneuver is a one in a million shot. <laughs> that shouldn't have worked. Which all I can think of <laughs> no, is that's a one in a million shot. All I can think of that is amazing. Her missing. I know. And then just ending up somewhere <laughs> alone. In the middle of and an All the rebels have been blown out of the way because anyway. <sighs> Um, that was priceless. Rose, just in oh. general, but yeah. specifically that. And I feel so bad for Kelly Marie Tran. Yes, I feel I bad feel for so the actress. Like, <sighs> that it, the, it, that it you was get upsetting. to be a part of this this universe, and this is the way in which you're. And the, yeah. the excuse they gave is absolute bullshit. What was it, the excuse? The, that uh, well, we wanted her to like be the the new Leia. Like she was going to be holding down the base and keeping everything together because Leia was dying. And oh, they were, should have portrayed. And there that, were then. more scenes, but they didn't they didn't blend well with the footage we had of Carrie, and it just didn't work. It yeah, didn't yeah. look right, so we just didn't put them in the movie. And I call bullshit on that. The big thing, uh, the big take back scene with Rose is that she lets Finn sacrifice himself for the right. greater good uh, in this movie. Yes. And that was her big climax yes. of, of the And all movie. they had to do was have her do the assault with sure. Finn. Easy that, fix. Like, easy fix. Easy like, fix. that's their mission in this movie. Instead, we get, like, an unnamed Storm also Stormtrooper lady, lady yep. mm-hmm. who... She ended up having a name, but it's forgettable. Yeah. Uh, General Hux's whiny ass is killed. Oh! Oh, okay. You're gonna turn Hux into the comic relief. We're gonna kill him. Yeah, yeah. Because he was pretty. I mean, he was a great scene chewing villain. Oh, he in, really was. In Force Awakens, and then in, in the second one, we the just second, turned him into just, like a yeah. whiny kid, and then he's we'll, just, we'll just comic blast relief. Blast him in the chest. Yep. Uh, Anakin's lightsaber is repaired. Yep. And continues on. Yep. And Snoke was a clone all along. Yes, he was just a clone of Palpatine all along. Those are the big fus. Yep. Um. Well, and Palpatine being alive. And Palpatine being yeah. alive. Uh, which, which, which to me is more just like a last ditch. Okay, well, we got to bring someone in. What are we going to do? Make a brand new make villain brand new for the villain. ninth exactly. and final installment? And, and I'll and yeah, I'll, I'll say without getting into raves, I thought that where where do you go after the last Jedi? Yeah, it's like oh okay, Palpatine's al- like fuck you, Palpatine's alive. Yeah, we'll All we'll get there because I have that in raves too. Do you, uh, let's move on from last. Jedi. Okay, sure. Um, man, rants. I have a couple uh, others. Uh, my others are like petty. Not my, petty. No, they, I have, they, some, I have things that here. bothered me, and I still want to talk about and them. And this is part of my first rant, so I'll just keep going. Keep going. The, the whole thing feels like first draft. Sure. Um, the, the dagger that points to the Death Star. Yeah. Ugh. Who the fuck made that, like... Oh, what Somebody. a MacGuffin. I mean... There have been some big MacGuffins in Star Wars. Yeah. But this is the ultimate MacGuffin. Yeah. Because that that dagger yeah. can be no more than 30 years old. Top. Someone had to stand in that exact spot. Yeah. And then make the dagger. Yep, yep. Make some that reference would point sketches to, and do yes. that. Yeah. Why not just take the fucking holocron? Yeah. And I guess presumably the only two people that knew it could have been there are dead. They're dead. Or, uh, it was or at least disembodied. Very convoluted. Oh, that, that what a thing. fucking MacGuffin. Yeah. And also, Sith Wayfinders? Sith Wayfinders. Those are holocrons. Yes. Period, end of story. And I, when you have a universe, the first time it popped up on screen, I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I did Sith too. holocron. I was like, oh, wow, awesome. We're bringing oh, holocrons no, it's a it. Sith Wayfinder. Mm-hmm. Force GPS Force is GPS. what we're saying. Yes. It's Force GPS, but you have to connect it with some kind of convoluted wiring system into the navigational system of a craft, which has no navigational system. Yep. 
you got to do. It was do you see messy. my face right now, Sketch? I do. It's very messy. It is very messy. TIE fighters have no navigational systems. I'm very aware. That's what astromech droids are for. I know. I know. You're preaching at me, but I know this. It's for the long-time listeners, Oh, uh, okay. Uh, the 3PO memory wipe, which I thought, oh, man. Oh, you're going for ju- another rant? Okay. Uh, this is all part of my how oh, do you do this without you know where it's going. Yeah. Uh, it's, and it's one of the best parts of the movie, but it makes no sense because the whole memory wipe is because they've lost the dagger. Yeah. But then immediately after the memory wipe, they get the dagger back. Yeah. What was the fucking point? Well, Just it, to bring in Carrie Russell in a faux Boba Fett outfit? I think the point was... Fuck you, J.J. Abrams. Oh, boy. I think the point was, and, and I agree, I didn't write that down as a rant, but it, there were points where it was like, are oh, you just doing this for, like, cheap emotional responses? When we killed... I love Baba Freak. When we killed... Baba Freak. Chewie, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, I was oh, like, that oh, sucks. Oh, I was so pissed. When, uh, I saw, the second time I saw this movie, I went with my nephews yeah. and their parents, yeah. and I was like, I was like, I know what's going to happen. They don't know what's going to happen. And yeah. so I was just like perusing. And the uh, I, I double takes between, I mean, I, it's the best way to see a Star Wars movie is between yeah. your your nef- of nephews course. of, you know, both below the age of 12. Yes. Um, and just like gauge their reactions. But their mom's reaction was the best. Yeah. Um, few expletives there i bet there was and, and some tears and, and the thing shock and 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 you know my emotional response to it was less that chewy died which of course was upsetting but that he died in chains after his whole oh. journey and i was like so upset oh. so then he's back and i'm like hooray Yay. but then we sacrificed 3po, 3PO. and oh. i'm like oh, okay so we have lost someone but then at the movie then we get 3po back, back. And I'm like, oh, come on come on I know we've lost Luke and Han and Leia in, in all these movies, but but three we, we, we should lose others. Chewie, but here's the thing, and I understood in in the old and now they call it the legacy universe, the old expanded universe. Mm, they killed like Chewie. That. Yes, they did. And I understand why they did that because Chewie is a character who doesn't speak mm-hmm. in the books. Yeah. Um, and so that's very hard to continue. To, so if you're gonna kill someone, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. However, in a movie universe, mm-hmm. arguably, these are the characters that we can follow forever yeah. or can be supporting characters forever mm-hmm. because they're people in suits mm-hmm. or remote-controlled droids. Yeah. And so I, th- it was cheap but made sense because 3PO and Chewie can, and R2 can and BB-8s and, and uh, Dio. Dio. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, they can go on forever. Dio is like my spirit droid. Oh, Doesn't want he was any awful. human yeah. interaction. He was amazing. Um, yeah, and and Squeaky I mean, wheel. it was it was just weak to to kill not so kill weak. those two yeah. because obviously I went into this thinking there's no way they're gonna kill Poe. There's no way they're gonna kill Finn, right. and there's no there's no way They've they're gonna kill Ray. They're, they're gonna on. and so killing Chewie. I was like, oh shit, yeah. There's no reason why they couldn't. Yeah. And then 3PO. Oh, yeah. There's no reason yep. why they couldn't. He's, he's Luke's droid. Um, he's Anakin's droid. Anakin. If this, is the, if this is the story coming to an end, then it makes sense that he would go. Can I, can I piggyback? Please. Onto a rant. This is, a, this is minor, but it bothered me. Um, and this is going to be controversial. I can feel people turning off episode right here. Giving Chewie the medal. 
uh, I was just like, it's too little Fuck too you. late. He it's, deserves his medal. I, I agree he deserves his medal, it but it was too like, late. for starters, okay. It would have been touching if Carrie Fisher was still alive and could have presented mm. it. That would have been great. Giving the, the honor to Maz was like, uh, okay, why? Well, my under so and it doesn't really jive anymore after Solo. But in the old expanded legacy, mm -hmm. the reason he didn't get a medal is because he he owed a life debt. Mm -hmm. So he so was it there. Was, it wasn't a heroic. I guess action. it was his was... choice to be there and like swear to the life debt, but yeah. it wasn't like he he couldn't accept. Like there was a medal for him, yeah. but he could not accept it. Correct. But now that there are no more Skywalkers, yeah. that that Leia had this. This was his medal. That was his medal. She all along. had it the whole time, and now that there are no more. Skywalkers, mm -hmm. Han's dead. Ev everyone is dead. You're. This was Leia saying, "You're free." Yeah, that's nice. I. Uh, but what I would have. It was too little, too late. What I. Yes. What I would have preferred to have, like a chewy, uh, a like chewy Leia moment. Yeah, a chewy bit Leia moment, or just like a chewy finally gets his chewy success goes and home to his family. A, family, a family scene, a family. Chewy, scene. Yes, give che me that. Chewy and goes home and can like. Atone for being because a horrible. I, I know that is parent. that's probably part of the legacy universe now. And blah 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 blah. No 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 no. That uh, is not holiday special. Is, is canon. canon. Okay, yes. good. Then he has a family, and I was like, oh, give me if you're gonna do something Boba for Fett's Chewie, give me that. It's it's canon. Give me that moment instead of the medal. It just felt like ugh, like yep. it. I don't know if I got a if I got an award for something. Oh yeah. Thirty years later, I'd be like, fuck, fuck you. you. you fuck don't you. even bring it up. This is a raw wound. Anyway, my kids. Have not seen me in 30 fucking years. But I got my medal. But I got my medal. This is what I've been sticking around for all along. Yep. F you. That's um, what it was all about. Like. That that does bring me into another one of my rants, if I may. Uh, sure. Just go well, right while we're here, can I... Do you have another Chewy rant? It's not a Chewy rant. Oh, okay. Metal rant? It's not a metal rant. Is it a Maz rant? It's not a Maz rant. Okay. It's a Leia rant. Okay, Leia rant. Uh, Leia was a, a rant for me. Okay. She feels so disconnected from everything that is happening in the rest of the story mm -hmm. because she is. Well, yeah. Um, and I, to to all everything that came out of like, oh, Leia was supposed to be the last Jedi. Well, you didn't set any of that up. Mm -hmm. And I, I the the part of her story that I enjoyed the most was her Jedi training, yeah. which. She didn't have to be there for mm -hmm. that. That could have sufficed to set up the story. Yeah. We didn't need to see her as a general at the base because we saw her as a general in action in Last Jedi. And it was, uh, look, I'm not trying to take away from Carrie Fisher's legacy, but the character was forced, pun intended, oh, good into pun. this movie. I like it. They are scenes from episode seven that were not used it affected the overall story of the scenes when when Ray looks to her and says, I, I want your blessed, like all of her Jedi training. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense that like in episode seven, we're like, when did Ray learn to do any of this shit? Mm -hmm. Well, her whole training montage was cut out of the movie, mm -hmm. which made no sense unless you knew that Carrie Fisher was not in good health. Mm -hmm. and, and you had that inside information, which apparently people did, to then cut it from the movie Jeez. in the event I would, why else would you cut it from the movie? Yeah. It's seen, when you look back at Force Awakens, it's pretty, it, you know, the plot kind of hinges on it mm -hmm. because we're mm -hmm. like, when did she learn all of this? In Force Awakens? 
in Force Awakens. She just shows up Starkiller base and starts fighting with a lightsaber and using the and using the yeah. Force. I mean, I agree. Uh, so, it but it always felt unrefined to me because I I did watch that in Last Jedi right before I saw yeah. Rise of Skywalker. And it still I, I always believed it. It still worked, yeah. and and that was part of my. She seems scrappy. It was well. It was part of my um, why she's a Palpatine. Why she's a Palpatine? Because mm-hmm. because the only other person in the universe. Oh, I'll save that. But the only other person in the in the universe we've seen uh, be able to adapt on the fly mm-hmm. is Palpatine. Yeah. He changes fighting style for each opponent that he encounters. And Ray's style of, of fighting mm-hmm. is Palpatine's. Okay. Like the way she uses a lightsaber, we've only ever seen Palpatine fight like that. I will. I will bring this up now so that um, nobody from Jakku doesn't write in. Sure. To, to say this, uh, there is one other character that changes fight scenes, but it is in the. Um, is, it, is it in Clone Wars? It's or in something? Rebels. It's in Rebels. Yeah. Okay. Obi Wan Kenobi changes up his um, lightsaber stances. Oh. When he fights uh, Darth Maul at the end, right. he starts as his his classic right. uh, Clone Wars era, and right. then he goes into Qui Gon Jinn's fighting style, gotcha. and then he ends as the um, as the uh, the old man Kenobi that fighting style that way that way that we get to know. which is how he he beats he Darth, beats Maul. Darth Maul. But I would I would argue <laughs> those are all. Um, Things that he has learned over the course of his life, sure. whereas Palpatine just changes styles based on who he's fighting. Mm-hmm. Like he is a Palpatine's ability was he was able to, like essentially that was one of his Sith powers. That Mace well, Windu walks in and he now like fights like me. He's basically a video game character that mirrors you. We will talk about this when we eventually yeah. do the prequel trilogy. So, but I mean, I will agree that Obi Wan does do that. A great strength of a Sith is their flexibility right. and their adaptation, whereas the, the Jedi's downfall was their rigidness. Their rigidness and, and, and abil- not their lack their of ability to adapt, adapt yeah. and manipulate the yeah, Force. Yeah, yeah. They would only use the light side of the but Force. But that's a conversation for the prequel for, trilogy, yes, for sure. Yes. So um, the whole jungle-based part of the movie and and Leia's role in the movie, while, again, I think they did the best they could with what they had, mm-hmm. Clearly, the the story decision that should have made sense was for would would have been for Leia to die in Last Jedi. Yeah, and that's what brings Luke out of retirement. And that was what bring Luke's brings Luke out of retirement. Yep. And Luke can also still die, but as Colin Trevorrow intended, now he's the Force Ghost pestering Kylo Ren. Yeah. Throughout, like, see you around, kid. Well, apparently not. You just went back to Octo. Yeah. <laughs> Waited for Ray to show up. Yep. That was, and I said we're going to be done with Last Jedi, but I, that was an, when yeah, I was rewatching was Last Jedi, big... that was one of the things that really bothered me. Was like, see you around, kid. You know, we we build up these characters oh, for a not. generation to 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 go. Well, isn't it great to to see like Ray being the the, the and and yeah. how great it is to identify with her? Whereas like, well, Luke used to be that for a generation. So yeah, right. it's upsetting to see them right fall from such grace. And and the message is that after. All the work you do, the best benefit you can have is to just take the blows and die to right. the next generation. Like, that's tough for people who identified with that right. character. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah I yeah. get why people were upset. Talk about a fuck you. I also, the last thing I'll say about Last Jedi, spoiler, not going to be the last thing I'll say about Last Jedi. But this re- was my Leia rant, and you turned it into a Last and re-watching Jedi rewatching it, the whole Haldo thing, because I'm rewatching the whole Haldo oh. thing, and like, oh, oh yeah, okay. Everything makes sense. Except Haldo. 
Well, no. I'm like, people who defend Haldo and everything, There's I'm like, no okay, fine. Haldo. But then at the very end, like, the last thing she says to Carrie Fisher is like, oh, I like him to, about Poe. Which, right. like, undermines, like, everything yeah. that she's established. No, you don't. About, yeah. So, you anyway. don't like Poe. Anywho, this isn't the last Jedi episode. This isn't the last Jedi episode. Um, can I do a rant? Please. Yeah. Maz. Maz. Yo. Why this, was Maz is a perfect is example of the incontinuity. In, why is she, well? I, so okay, here's why Maz is in the is in those the movie is because uh, she must have been in those scenes mm-hmm. from. Uh, um, oh, the first one. Uh, what uh, is it called? Force Awakens. Force she Awakens. must have been at the base in Force Awakens. See, I disagree because she can just be plastered in so easily. To me, it seemed like she was, like, the interpreter. Like, oh, here are the lines that Leia's going to say, and they don't really pertain to the situation, so Maz is going to be like, well, what she really means is blah, 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 blah. Because there seem to be sure. instances like that in this. But my my biggest issue with Maz, and she's she's kind of the poster child for the incontinuity of this of this entire trilogy, is that she was... She was, I guess, like the Not mystery box. Good. She was, she was nothing. In the first movie, she was mysterious. And you're like, cool. What's, yeah, who, who is, is she? this character? How does she have the lightsaber? Blah, 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 blah. Right. In the second movie, she's like a, a soldier, like a covert operative. Two seconds. And yeah. she jetpacks off. And in this movie, she's like Leia's right hand person. Which would, I mean, if uh, that's what they were doing with Rose, then that should have yeah, been Rose. And I'm like, so what, what, who, who was this who person? Who is? Was this person important? This was the whole purpose to give Chewie his medal? Gold wearing. Yeah. It was just odd. CGI she character. was just odd. And talk about satisfaction at the end. Like, if you're a Maz lover, there there has to be no satisfaction for you. Right. Yeah. Same thing with like Phasma. Like Phasma. Oh. You know, in rewatching uh, Last Jedi, that was my most surprising decision to kill Phasma. Yeah. After she escaped Starkiller Base. Yeah. And such a pitiful that that seemed like the biggest waste of Last Jedi to me. I could have seen Ryan Johnson. Here's here's. Here's a here's a, 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 a hypothesis as to where Ryan Johnson could have gone if he didn't kill Phasma was that I could have seen him making the decision that Phasma survives again. Yeah, again, because she's just she survives <laughs> everything, uh, you know, brings back the 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 first order from the brink of destruction. Ray and and Luke through his sacrifice and everything convinces Ben to kind of. Join, and then join the light. Phasma leads the and first. Phasma, a non-force user and a non-force entity, hunts down the last, last two Jedi, Jedi. And sure, it's Ryan Johnson kills them at the end, and that's right. the end of the the series. I could see him going in that direction. That would have made so much more. Except sense Except he to me. ended up killing Phasma, so I can't right. even be like, oh, that's what he intended because right. he killed her anyway. But you know, she what fell, a great what a great story if she was the villain of Episode Nine. Sure, and then Ben and Ray have to fight her, a non-force user. Yeah. But she is so skilled in skilled. combat, sure. it doesn't matter, doesn't matter that she's not a force user. And she's just got numbers that she and can she, just and, overwhelm yeah. them with And that force, seemingly indestructible force, force. armor, unless you're shot with a, a walker. Yep. By BB-8. By BB-8. Um, Fucking BB-8 killed Phasma. I only have what one last shit. rant. I really want to get to raves. Do you sure. have any more rants? I have one last rant. Okay. I wonder if it's mine. Palpatine's Endgame. Nope, not mine. Um, And, and what... what the fuck was his endgame? Is he just horny? Is he just trying to populate the universe with his his progeny? What what is the final order? He's just gonna like fly out into the universe and kill everything? There was there was no real attempt to connect midi chlorians of the prequels 
the rise of the empire, what is its purpose? Okay. The purpose of the empire was to destroy every planet in the galaxy? That was his end game? He's um, going to put a Death Star weapon on every planet, and if he can't control it, he's just going to destroy them all? There seemed to be an infinite number of... of, of um, uh, Star Destroyers. As that you... they were just going to go to planets and just fucking destroy them all because obviously none of them are going to like come back into the fold of the Empire. I will... Um, so... May I? May sure, I? yeah, uh, please. Because I can't... I can't agree with you on this because I actually wrote this as a rave. His... His... His endgame? Not so much his endgame, but the way they tied his story into oh, what they did. it's a big rave for me. His oh, story okay. is great, but oh, okay. I'm saying specifically... His endgame. I mean, his endgame. If what, I if I'm what going is his, to his old legacy motivation was such a better better story. Do you do you know his old legacy story? No. From the the expanded universe. Nope. So turns out, with the power of the force to look into the future, he sees that there is this race of insect like aliens uh -huh. that are just a hive, and yeah. they're just just numbers. Yeah. Sheer numbers. Yeah. They're just going out across the universe and just killing everything. Yeah, yeah. And he looks at, and he's tried to get the Jedi to become an army. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we're peacekeepers. Like, the blah, 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 blah. We're intractable. We we just do the same thing. We have no ability to adapt. And he's like, well, well fuck this. They're not going to be able to help us. And that is the purpose of the Empire and the Star, Star Destroyers sure. and the Sun Crushers and the Death Stars. Yeah. Because these are the, this is the only way that civilization will survive. It's the story and, of the Burning Legion in World of Warcraft. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And which is where that came from, from what I'm told. Um, from the like interesting the old expanded universe. And that's such a better like, what if it's such a better story that new generation of you know the first order, Force Awakens. You got the Jedi are coming back, and then that race. I think they were called the Yuzan Vong or something like that, and they were just insect creatures. You couldn't reason with them, you couldn't rationalize with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was uh, Thrawn. Yeah, it, I it Thrawn. comes back. Thrawn, who features heavily in Rebels, was off on the front line, like trying to delay them until the Empire could get all of these things up and running that they would be able to mount some kind of defense. What if at the end of ep of Force Awakens mm -hmm. they they arrive? Yeah. And there's just one Jedi and the First Order and like okay maybe Ben is never redeemed, but like the Jedi, the Sith, let them die, none of it matters that like fuck it, I use the dark side, you use the light side. Fuck the Sith, fuck the Jedi. Only this dyad in the Force. Yeah. We're the only thing that can stand against the end of everything. Sure. What a better story. Sure. And, oh, Palpatine's al also alive. Palpatine is also alive. And, and and that is that to me, if you're going to try and, like, say all this other stuff didn't matter, mm -hmm. they, they didn't know what the fuck was going on. No. They had no clear end so game. I, so he, like, his end game just doesn't make any sense to me. I... I guess I read it differently because I just read it that his end game was the the journey of the Sith and to just keep the Sith alive. That they they um this is how they pass on from right. from generation yeah, yeah. to generation. Yeah. And uh, a galaxy ruled and governed by fear is a better uh, breeding ground for for Sith and, and 
stuff like that. That was just my sure interpretation sure uh, of it. Um, I think he was just horny and wanted to seed the the universe with his progeny. And I'll come back to it because it's also a rave. Gross. I know, right? Ugh. Uh, my last rant that I want to talk about because I really want to get the rave. Cool. And, but this this hurts me to say it really does. But Mark Hamill's performance in this movie was Black not Luster. as good as Last Jedi. And in Last Jedi, he knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And that hurts me because I don't like that direction that I know. Luke went in. I know. It was so obvious he had phone. Like, he, it was obvious that he was on set for, like, a day. Yeah, and from what I understand, it was reshoots. Right. Of, of, uh, and it was just upsetting to me because I wanted more, mm-hmm. obviously. And I right. wanted the caliber of Luke that I got in Last Jedi, but uh, but, but now, now, now marshaling his powers yes, for like yes. now that I'm on the other side, yeah, it's all clear to me. Instead, very flat, very. Not, I mean, you you almost needed a like a, a Yoda and Luke scene, right? From uh, Return of the Jedi or right. or Empire Strikes Back, <clears throat> but between Luke and and Rey, and and there was nothing profound. There was nothing profound. Well, there was that. nothing for him to do. They gave all of the training to Leia. And all he, Leia the Last Jedi. All he made. said was, I was wrong. Don't follow my example. Right. And once again, as someone who grew up with Luke, it's like, yeah. Right, then give me like some positive. Right. He caught the lightsaber. Thank you. Great. He lifted the X Wing out of the water. Thank <laughs> you. I like those things. Um, but I, with how, with, 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 Leia's big heroic end and Han's big heroic end, Luke. Luke had Luke goes out on a whimper. Yeah, and and you could say that he had his big heroic end at the end of of uh, Last Jedi, but he didn't because he's a right. Force ghost. His a, his, right. his character continues. Hans doesn't. Doesn't. Right. And and Leia's we don't see, so they have finite ends. And it really makes Luke has no... a transitional moment, but right. we don't see anything beyond that transition. We still see him, right. but we don't see his growth. And that, right. that was, that was yeah. bum me out. Uh, well, I mean, that's always been the problem with Luke Skywalker. He's not a dynamic character. No. He's he's always the same person who runs away. But he was it seemed good in like, Last Jedi. It seemed like he had, for the first time, he was not a dynamic character. Yeah. He was a dynamic character. Then we me. reverted. Then we reverted again to his lack of dynamics. I have actually one last rant. Sure. Ray. Sure. Ray's a huge rant for me. Yeah. Her identity should not have been the crux that the story hung on. It nope. solves nothing in the larger uh, story. Uh, and embracing her identity somehow uh, makes her uh, impervious to force lightning. Uh, it connects her to every Jedi we've ever met and allows a thousand generations to live inside of her. I don't know. Maybe that was a metaphor, except that it seemed pretty accurate because a thousand generations also lived in Sidious. Yeah. Um, I don't get what any of that was about. Um, and, and just, you know, in the grand scheme of things, they're just words that mean nothing. Uh, her, and her story was just like, a, uh, like in words that meant nothing. Well, again, this, this brings us back to the, I think we can both agree that the biggest problem in this movie is Last Jedi. Is, okay. The Last Jedi and just the fact that they did not have any plan going into this. In the first movie, we'll, we'll say, oh, well, Ray's is, really important, and we'll figure out why later. But this is also the problem of the mystery box, because That's they what I'm talking about. the whole... Yeah. And this is a J.J. Abrams problem. It's yeah. not even a Ryan Johnson's... Uh, she's I'm not nobody. him. This is, ooh, like, all this other stuff's happening, and who is Ray? I'm blaming we don't know. the lack of, of... Who gives of, a shit? 
preparation. Who gives a shit? And I agree. I have a. I actually have a pitch, please, for the end of this movie. Cool. Which and, I'll do. Later. Uh, an example of this is Luke says, "You have everything you need right here." And instead of that, of her like looking inside of herself and completing her tra- training, that means you have a lightsaber, an X-wing, and books, uh, a Sith GPS system, and. Uh, it's a holocron, not a GPS system. You can repurpose established artifacts in the world to complete your your set and open the way to the to the final level of the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they're just all words that mean nothing. She literally set the Wayfinder on fire thirty seconds because it's such a quick montage. After Luke says, you have everything you need, and plugs it into Red 5, and then flies off to wherever the fuck that planet was. The name of it. It's like me too. Exion or something like that. Exion. Yeah. I'll look it up. Oh, uh, another fuck you moment was like the books that they, they, you couldn't read them and they were so boring, but in the books was the- Books were crux. I mean, they were, they were critical. Literally pointed the way to- Everything. uh, Hexagol. Hexagol, it's called. Let's call it that. That's the name of it. Hexagol. Um, I have a couple of things that seem like they but were... But wasn't the home planet of the Sith Dothamir? Maybe. In the old... Exp- it, do, uh, the Eno were the, the light side of the Force, and Dothamir was the, the, was the Sith. They were two... Bell. They were, the, they were the, the race of Force users. Yeah, and it's in... Clone Wars? No, 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 no. It's in the new game that came out. Jedi uh, uh, Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. You go to you go to... Uh, you see the Eno, who mm-hmm. are the original Force users, and you go to Dothamir and, and uh, whatever the planet was. I think, you know, it's called. I feel like this planet was just I don't just know like, what the fuck Exegol was. I think was. it was more just like Palpatine's planet. Yeah, sure, he had a whole planet, and there yeah. was a Sith, an upside-down Sith temple there. Yeah, like he made it. You know. Sure. Like you do. We're just filled with statues of statues. Himself. Yeah. And like ghosts, I guess. Ugh. Um Fuck. Here are things that seemed like a big deal and like a lot of people had strong opinions on. And I have little to no opinion on them, and I just sure. want to see if you have any opinion on them. You probably do. That's a safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> um the kiss. Oh man. Um See, I I read that as we we've both died and come back to life, uh-huh. and I I place less value. I did not look at that as a romantic thing. Uh-huh. I looked at that as I I just died and now I'm not dead. Uh-huh. I see again. I, I didn't care about it. Uh, in listening to J.J. Abrams talk about it, it's like because they're kind of siblings, but no. Oh, and yeah, that's apparently very, you've that's very missed Star Wars. You've yeah, it's very Star Wars, but apparently you you gleaned the wrong things from Star Wars, J.J. Abrams, and childhood, and childhood. Yes, yeah. um, the new powers of force healing and force teleportation. They don't bother me. Uh, yeah, they don't bother me at all. I think it's I think it's pretty cool. And uh, if they had explained what a dyad in the Force is better, I I find it plausible as to why it worked. Sure. But I guess that the teleportation is just between that dyad, but not the Force healing. Uh, not the Force, Ray force, force heal- healing. I mean, I've played games where Force healing. Yeah, yeah. Is a force thing. healing has kind yeah. of like always been yeah. a thing. I ended yep. and we've never seen it on screen. But yeah, until well, this year. Uh, people are complaining because they're like, oh, the only other place we're seeing Force healing is in Mandalorian. Like, no, it's actually in uh, all of the expanded books that the old expanded books that I've read. It's in a number of video games. Probably the best Star Wars game ever made. Um, Jedi Outlaw 2, which just got remastered and re-released, and I really want to replay it. 
so good. I have it on GameCube. We used to play the multiplayer in college. Nice. The, um, there's force healing in that. There's also there's, force healing in uh, Revenge of the Sith because Palpatine talks about how Plagueis can, can, can manipulate the 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 force and the Minichlorians to, and, yeah. to create life and and prolong people's. Right. So, no, I have no yeah, problem with teleportation yeah, and healing. Yeah, I, I, it I makes no problem perfect with sense to me. The uh, use you know that that healing takes away your life force. Okay, yeah, sure. Like, like equivalent exchange. Sure. That's like fine. we never ex- established that's what the force is, but okay. It's a, a little thing to me. Sure. And I have no idea. I have I have no problem with new powers showing up in the last act. I mean, Force Lightning was brand new for Return yep. of the Jedi. For, yeah, sure. It's okay. Yep. I'm fine. Uh, yeah. Stop, stop being bothered, people. And sure. uh, and light speed skipping at the beginning. Which is people de- people don't like that. I've heard uh, people complain about it. I thought it was hilarious. I, and I thought it was nothing. Yeah. It was it was a device. It was a device that just gets some that, worlds yeah, and the, and uh, tie fighters don't do well. Would it have been neat if it had like come came back early? I thought it was just okay, a, sure. I thought it was just another funny thing to like talk about how junky the Millennium Falcon actually is. And I love <laughs> how I love that the Millennium how, how is that fucking how ship it's still going? Junky, but like made like a beast yeah, because that thing can take a pounding. You can like smash it into another ship. You can and fl- planets. You can fly it through the wall of a planet like yep. that. You can go into light speed oh. from atmosphere. Like, they're not supposed to be able to do no, that. No, you're not supposed to be able to do that. It's fucking awesome. Okay. I, uh, yeah. None let's, of those things bothered me. Let's talk raves. Because there's um, a lot of raves. Yeah. And I think yep, people raves. listening to this episode think you hate this movie. Me? Yeah, you. I, no. Okay. I can, can I feel Can them. I start? Yeah, please do. Uh, how it looks and feels like Star Wars. It does look and feel like Star um, Wars. And it, it's the practical effects and puppets and lore and mysticism and space battles. Oh, it uh, it reunites our core three of this trilogy. Tr- uh, trilogy. It puts their skills to work. That Poe is just an inspirational leader and pilot. Ray has the force manipulation, and and Finn is a- has actual like combat experience. combat experience and can and can lead a ground force. They're they're a trinity and heart and and heart. Yes. And they're the, the the trinity of this group, yeah. and it, it's not because they're family, and it's not because they're related, and it's not because they're like force users. It, they're friends, then they rely on each other. And one of my favorite, mo- like, there's like that bro scene between. Finn oh, I love and, the bro scene. That I was such that a great thing. It's like I I can't do this like without you. You I I need you to be a general. I was like, oh. it's like, and he's like, wait, wait. Well, first of all, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. And um, then later, the yeah. general, general, general. Yeah. I mean, that was. It's a prime example of like I did what works in this movie. Poe's relationship with Finn was the yeah. best in this movie. Uh, I, and quite frankly, I, I think Disney and Lucasfilm were not ready for. I think a lot of the story with Finn and why it goes kind of wily is that Disney and Lucasfilm was not ready for a Poe Finn relationship. Sure. And I really think that's what they were setting up in Force Awakens. I I, I think it's fine the way it is. Yeah. But if we look at like the characters who have like the best the best chemistry Poe and Finn right from the start yeah um yeah I yeah I believe in them more than, than anybody else Ray and Finn or Ray and Kylo Ren it's I mean they or they Finn really and Rose. or Finn and Ro- I mean Poe and Poe is a pilot um Finn is a, a tactical ground soldier mm-hmm. they really do compl- I think that was perfect that they finally set that up that they're the generals that are going to lead this thing forward general general mm-hmm. um and and uh there was a it puts all of those things to work 
in in a way that it worked and felt organic. Yeah. In a sequel universe that never really felt organic. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I was just really happy to see puppets and practical effects yet because when I rewatched Last Jedi, it was like really startling how like prequel CGI we went in that movie mm -hmm. um, rather than like the puppetry. For as dark as Last Jedi was, I think this was the only movie to give us the decapitated head of a, of, character, of a character who had yes. lines before yeah. being a decapitated head. Yeah, I would agree. I, I would was surprised agree. when that yep. decapitated head, and I, it fit. Yep. It, it made sense. It worked. It, it was appropriately dark. Yes. Um, I will, I want to start with that one, but I think I'm going to go with this one instead. <laughs> uh, I will say that the fact that J.J. through through everything was able to put this yeah. together despite Carrie Fisher's death and Ryan Johnson's subversion of expectations. I, in re-listening to our last Jedi episode, yeah. one of the big questions was, how do you, how do you end this yeah. thing at this point? Yeah. And the fact that they were able, right, right from the okay, Palpatine's alive, and this is this is where we're going. Mm -hmm. And you know, is it is it like high art cinema? No. Does it is it like the best that we could have gotten had they taken more time or planned this out? No, but it does make sense and work in ways in which, despite Carrie Fisher's death and everyone is dead. Mm -hmm. Um, on screen as well as like a number of them are like dead and or unwilling to return, even though Harrison Ford came back. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a satis it's as satisfying an end that I think we could have gotten under the circumstances and this without is where, major delays. This is where I will, I'll, I'll weigh in my disagreement with you with, with Carrie Fisher. Cause if you notice, I didn't, uh, yes, you didn't did not, jump in didn't on you. Jump in there. Uh, because, the scenes, the scenes on the planet, yes. Did they take me out of the movie? Yes, because and and that and just to reframe it, rants are anything that takes you out yes, of the yes, movie, I, I and agree. that's why it's a rant for me. Not anything to do with Carrie Fisher it, or or those people that were sharing scenes. With I her. was, I just couldn't help but being impressed that okay, we stitched it together, so it's and still it somewhat cohesive, really well. And then the 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 Carrie Fisher's uh, General Leia's conclusion. Her big last moment is all implied. She's not right. on screen. Yep. Uh, everything she does in those last moments, where she, she basically, she basically does what Luke did. Right. She 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 kind of projects herself in a way so she she doesn't make herself seen by She's everybody. Not corporeal. But but she she be, she kind of becomes one with Ben. Yes. She brings him a little clarity. She she. I understand that instead of force projecting her image, she is. She Basic, like force she's projected force her projecting force, her, her, force her spirit to Ben to Ben to kind of clear his mind and block Palpatine's influence. And she 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 dredges up this this, this memory this memory of, of his a father who is not actually a memory. It's right. It's not it's a memory. Leia. It's and Leia, it's, and it's not a hallucination. It's 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 Leia. It's Leia yeah. doing a, using this memory. This and is what you need to heal. This yes. is what you need to get get over. And she she like nails Han so well yes. because when he wants to say I love you, right. he just says I know, I know. like. Yep. it's great and then you know right because he, he and this is a big contention like well, like why can han solo come back because right it wasn't han it's not it was han. leia it's leia you she's projecting this memory and 
And he didn't and augment he did it. not need to see Leia in that right. moment. He needed to reconcile. Because he with had a Han, chance to kill her and, and he, he didn't. didn't. So he chose not, he to, chose kill not Leia, to kill her. But he also chose to kill to Han. Kill. So and that's, that's what, what he needed, needed to, to heal. To, to get over and the he hill. says, like, this this is a this is a memory. It's not a memory because he's able to have a conversation a new conversation. New conversation, with him. talk about events that have happened since so, Han's death. Yes. It's an imp- it's an imp- it's implied that this is Leia and then wearing an, the image of Han. And then she stays with him. To give him strength the all fight. the way through, and yes. that's why they fade away together at the very end. Yes, they are. She is sustaining him. Yes, and uh, beautiful. Yeah, Be- what a great ending for yep. for Leia. He he fades into the Force, and then she fades yeah. into the Force. And it's 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 yep. it's really beautiful. Like to think about like a mother. Yep, redeeming her son at the end. Uh, just yeah, lovely, lovely. And I and I think, I think that was the that was. Best case scenario on how you handle the character of Leia. Agree. Uh, again, not the on-screen parts because that was tough. There was limitations right. there. But then, and that that, having that dovetails nicely with what I said. The my I think what worked best in her story was her her Jedi training, mm-hmm. and and without the Jedi training setup, mm-hmm. you couldn't believe, you couldn't believe that, that, she la- that that she could do that yep. because we the big uh, Leia Poppins, Space Leia, yeah, space that we had Leia. talked about. Uh, and, and you know everybody talked about everybody talked about with the Jedi training. All you didn't need the base scenes really, except for to set up that now she's going to burn herself out by doing this. Yep. You needed her Jedi training sequence. Mm-hmm. You needed Luke's prophecy where he gives Leia's lightsaber, mm-hmm. and y- you needed that. Yeah, and and that's all you needed. And the rest of it really just muddled the yeah. the rest of the movie. Yeah. That was that's such a big rave for me. Yeah, um, and I I agree wholeheartedly with that. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to, to add? While while I'm talking about uh, Ben Solo, sure. Uh, it's such a simple little rave, but his shrug. Have you his, seen the Kylo Ren challenge? Yeah, I have seen I that love it. since I People wrote. Since like, I wrote this, I fucking that love was, that shrug. That was when I was like, that's Ben Han's, yes. He's Han's son. Yep. That's a Han move that's right Han there. Move. That's Han coming out of of uh, of the bunker in Return of the Jedi with a, eh, yeah, 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 look at what I pulled off. Yep. And I and I was like, thank God we got a moment where I'm like, okay, obviously. We learned all we needed to know about Ben Solo in that moment. Yes, and I loved it. Yep, it's loved an easy it. way to, to like quickly redeem yep. him. Just use a little body language. Yep. Body language in our... And our oh, existing and uh, knowledge just, of the I'll previous. I'll just say, Adam Driver is such a great He crushed it. He was he was, he was the best oh, in man. the entire trilogy. I mean, Adam Driver from start to finish has delivered amazing. Man, do you, like, just imagine if this had happened at the end of eight and we got, like, Ben Solo through oh, episode I know. nine. What, oh, man. I know. What a great actor. That would have been great. What I a wish, great actor. I wish that's what had happened. Me too. Um, uh, yeah. I have I have many more ra- raves. So, yeah, me so too. take can another. I, can take I go, another. Can I? Uh, I'm gonna jump her out here uh, and, and come back to a different one. And just say the the duel on the ruins of the Death Star too. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was emotional. It was it was passionate. There was hatred and confusion. It looked great, and it mm-hmm. it was less like the lightsaber dueling of the prequels that was very choreographed. Choreographed. It mm-hmm. it felt very real and natural and. And just like there's like hatred, but also like love and empathy, and but also apathy, and ah oh, man, the whole it, it, the whole it thing very was, well captured the same tone and emotional uh, like, wow uh, uh, weight of of uh, Vader and Luke's yes. in Return of the Jedi. I mean that was not a, a refined yeah awesome 
uh, back and forth. That was right. just a just emotional fight, right. and it and it was it was just so well done. Yep. And, and and you know, Daisy Ridley's progression as an actor through all of this too has grown. And and both her and Adam Driver at this point in the movie, I felt like really really sold that. Yeah, when, I mean, when I, she runs him through and kills him. Yeah. Um. Wow. I know. It was powerful. It was. It was, it was. it was more than I expected from a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Let me say. There. Yeah. And uh, and also like healing him. Mm-hmm. All of that. Just the, that whole sequence. The whole sequence death, was great. And and the ocean. And Finn can't and get Finn to. Finn can't get to, to her. Them. Yep. It was just a. It was just a great yeah. set piece, and it was a great. Um, I guess that was our last. That was our last lightsaber duel. It was our Skywalker yes. saga. Yep. Um, and it was a great. One. Uh, it was a great one to go that was our last lightsaber. Yeah, duel. lightsaber yes. on lightsaber. Lightsaber on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's. Which was weird because I understood the Knights of Ren to be the other students that Luke was training. That is also what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, that is also what I thought. And apparently not. I don't know who they are. Yeah. I guess it's who cares? not important. Not important. Um, their lightsaber thought. I thought look what I'm doing right now. I see it. Yeah. It makes great audio. Thank you. I know. Uh, this was the best C3PO since the original yes! trilogy. Yeah. And I am not oh, a man. C3PO like diehard fan, but it was so nice to see him return. C3PO to, to him. is Elise's favorite character. Really? Yeah. He's just walking exposition. Just, I don't get it. I'm but uh, he was fan. It brought it right back. That's the 3PO yep. of the original trilogy. Yep. And he was great. I mean, that's all I have to say about it. He was just awesome. He was. Yeah. It was a great plot device. He was well used, well written. Yep. Enjoyed it. Yep. I'll agree with that. Uh, We already talked about Luke. Um, I don't think we need to go uh, further into that. Um, Do you have another one? Oh, I got, I got. Great. I got raised Take another one then, because I only have one big one left. Um, Okay. The movie had a ton of pure geek out moments. Yeah. Just like moments where I was like, fuck yeah! yeah. Where I was like, I was Lando. satisfied fuck that yeah, I Lando. have followed this story Le- for as long as I have. Billy D. Will- Williams. Like, oh, he did he great. Was, he was, he came back in a big but way. But here, here are my three, here are my top three. Cool, cool. In, cool. No, in no particular order. Right. They're, they're yeah, all yeah. just high emotional responses I had. Flying stormtroopers? Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. I was, that was a joke, guys. Red five flying again. Oh. Okay. That was amazing. That was, I mean, fuck you, Ryan Johnson, because like, you... I he know. didn't have to didn't put have it to, in the movie. In the, yeah. That's not I know. Good that was storytelling. A, yeah. That was a big fuck you. That's George the movie. opposite of a Chekhov. Right. Anyway. That, yeah, a, Red Five flying was huge. Red Five flying again. And the fact that like people recognize yes. it. Yada yada yada. Red five. We're we're getting a signal from Master Luke. Yeah. That oh that oh. That, that felt good in my heart. Um Ahsoka's voice being in the, yes. in the force voice but that collage. That means she's dead. Yeah. Which is a bummer. But which we always theorized was the case yes, after Rebels. But just having her I know, as yes. one of the voices in that, and also oh, oh, all great. all of those. Um, so we had Ahsoka, mm-hmm. we had um, Hayden wrote, Christensen, I, uh, Hayden Christensen, but we also had um, uh, damn, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. voiced uh, who taught Ezra? Yeah, what's his name? Uh, it was like um, shit. I think it begins with. It, it does. He's a guy from Rebels. But, uh, I, uh, damn it, I had it, and then you said K. And Sorry. We'll come back. Kanan? Kanan Jarrus. There it is. Might be a yep. C. Um, we had 
uh, Qui Gon. Yep. And Yoda I and Obi Wan and um, a bunch of other, and I was so happy to have other of the all of other them. Jedi from uh, the Clone Wars yep. and uh, that we encountered. But the fact that we got Ahsoka and, specifically and also um, I fucking love Ahsoka. What's his face from uh, a, a couple people from games? And um and yeah, that was, was awesome, fucking amazing. But like Ahsoka was the one that like yeah. my heart, yep, lifted because she had become she had she would left. Yeah. She still fought with lightsabers, yeah. but she wasn't a Jedi. She was anymore. no longer she a Jedi in yeah. the in the fulcrum uh, in the in the realm of the Jedi. Right, that was her code name, fulcrum. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh the third one, probably the one that I had the biggest uh, response. Uh, uh, the Wedge Antilles. Yes! Oh Wedge my god. Antilles! When Wedge that was came my back. Last, that was my last big oh, round. Oh, when Wedge oh my came god. back. The fucking hero, the true hero yep. of this fucking story. Destroyed two, two Death Stars. Death stars. Uh, he's the he's arguably the most effective pilot, pilot they have. that they have. And when the shit hits the fan, he's there. He's, Lando he's... Calrissian and Wedge Antilles still laying. Down yeah. the hurt. I Ugh! was fucking Wedge Antilles. So excited. I mean, that was my biggest geek out of Ugh! the entire movie was yes. when he when he showed up. When, I was oh so, so oh. effing happy. Um when he, when they cut to him, I I lost my shit. Yeah, and Elise was I like, did too. What, what's hap- what happened? I was like, it's Wedge. It was it was just so oh my god. Heartwarming. Uh, who's is, you and McGregor's uncle? Uncle. Yep. Which is fucking hilarious. Just shows up. Yeah. Um, Wedge Antilles, the true hero of the rebellion, and and he should fucking be leading the rebellion. And really, who I thought was going to be the focus of Rogue One, but that's neither here nor there. Agree. Yeah. Um, that was your last rave. Because uh, I'll go I, through these. I have last one ones. more. Okay, sure. Um, should I save it if you have like a, a bunch more? No, I Wedge think, Antilles is the true. You I, agree with that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the he's he's the pilot. Luke he, was yes. never. He should have been Red Leader. Oh yeah, right. And I, I I believe he became Red Leader after Luke went off to his Jedi training. I agree. Yeah. Uh, no, go ahead, take a Raven. Uh, I'll go through my last ones quick. Okay, so my I have no last, idea how long we've been talking. Um, hour and sixteen minutes. Perfect. By my count. And this is just part one. This is just part one, guys. Guys, we're back in a big way. We're back in a big way! Um, Okay. Bringing back Palpatine. It was the right decision. Mm -hmm. He was the villain that we both needed and deserved. And it it could have been executed a little bit better. Sure. But it brings such context and clarity to the rest of this story. Mm Mm-hmm. That the we were watching Palpatine's story the whole time. Yes, it was always his story. Always his story, and we we incorrectly assumed that Anakin was the the person that the prophecy foretold, mm-hmm. and that was a big. Yoda says in Phantom Menace, "Unclear the prophecy Unclear. is." Yeah. The, we I really incorrectly assume I want to talk prophecy in our next part because I got yeah, a big me question too. about it. Uh, we incorrectly assumed that Anakin was the chosen one that would bring balance to the Force, mm-hmm. and it was Palpatine the whole time. And Ray being a Palpatine, um, uh, the implications of this, uh, without uh, without going too far into it, because I also want to talk prophecy and the other movies. 
But what we're watching, this dyad in the force, what we're watching are, are two different branches of the Palpatine family tree. Mm-hmm. The Skywalkers, mm-hmm. and then whatever Rey's given name was. Mm-hmm. She is the granddaughter of Palpatine, and I would argue that Ben Solo is the great-grandson of Palpatine. And we'll get there. We will. Yeah. And so then a lot of stuff like being forced teleporting and be able to pass things back and forth mm-hmm. works for me. Yeah, it didn't bother me. Uh, and, and, it's, it's, and the problem is these are all things that are implied but never directly stated. Mm-hmm. And we have made assumptions over the last 40 years that turned out to be incorrect. Yeah. And so bringing Palpatine back, what a rave, and finally saying unequivocally, nope, it's his story. And 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 that's that's another and one of my raves. Had, and Palpatine did actually bring balance to the Force. And I like the light how, and the dark, the dark and the light. I like how they brought in in a way that they've been ignoring all along. I mean, they brought in the prequels and talking about the you know the idea of the Sith always having a, a master, master and, apprentice. and apprentice. And we we see why, right? And um. Was it perfect? No, but we have something now. We have, right. okay, it makes sense why there's always a master and apprentice. And and Sidious has been around for so long because his apprentices keep dying. His apprentices Before keep they can dying. fulfill this kind of right. right. And uh, and so that made me happy. That made me happy that, yep. you know, that that got a little closure. It makes At the end. It sense. makes sense. Yeah. Um, two last raves for me. Cool. They're very simple and easy to say. Um, I was very pleased that we got, uh, uh, full diversity in stormtroopers because they are both male and female (laughs) female, now. Yes. And I'm totally happy about that. Cool. Uh, because, uh, the ladies can be cannon fodder just as much as the the men. Just like, uh, the ladies fill up the, the resistance. Yep. They fill up the empire. They they fill both sides and everybody's dying. And it does answer the question. I mean, there's this debate about all of the stormtroopers and contractors Mm -hmm. on, on the Death Star. Yeah, the the there are no innocents on the Death Star. You choose to be there. Yep. Because apparently you can quit. Yep. So I liked that. Yeah. And uh, I I seems really easy to quit. I did like that. Uh, at the end of the movie, it was just people that showed up. Yes. Well, I love. They that. don't have a navy. Um. What? I, it's not a navy, sir. I, it's, I, it's, it's just people. I, I I got a little teary eyed. That was great. When I the, love when, when, when the, it was everyone. when their fleet showed up. Yeah. Did you see it? Uh, Ghost. Yeah. Yeah, Ghost is there. Man. Yeah. yeah. When are they going to do a Rebels follow-up? I don't know. Holy uh, shit. But yeah, Can just, you imagine what just that's going to be? The Ghost has now been in every single action except Death Star 1 and 2. Yeah. So like, I wonder where they the were. F- I mean, I think we're going to find out. I they did so. a They did a Clone Wars sequel. They're gonna, I think they have to do a Rebels follow-up. Rebels ends with you need a, you need a sequel. Um... Yeah. I, it brings me to a wish, a wish, if you will. Okay. I wish we had seen Lando and Chewie traveling across the galaxy. Recruiting? Recruiting. Yeah. Um, oh, I agree. I feel like that was left out to keep suspense, but we knew they were coming back. It right. was in the trailer right. that the Falcon shows up. Like, yeah. it would have been more fulfilling to see those little clips Throw in more nostalgia. Give us planets we've yeah. seen before. Sure. Yep. Bring in characters that like, oh, if you've seen this show, you know them. You do. Yep. Don't give them any time. Give them a little blip give on me, the screen. Give me like 
Padme Amidala's guard and his Naboo sure. fighter ship. D- throw in, that's where you can throw in lights, light, a light speed skip. Lights, yeah. it's just, oh, he's, they all, we all they're, they're skipping skips. through yeah. things, blasting out a message. Sure. And people are rallying behind Lando and Chu in the Falcon. Yep. I love it. Dude, give, give me that. Give me that. But the thing is, we had too Fucking much to fix. We had too much to wreck on. You know? The Empire hates that ship. Empire hates that ship. Um, there are a lot of ships there. I guess that brings us to the big question. That was amazing. That I mean, I I when that fleet showed up, and the guy they just don't says, have a yeah, navy. It's just it's just people. Just people. That's all of us. People. That battle. Oh man. Yeah, it's getting dark amazing. there for a little while. Getting dark. But then, just people. And then and then the, the Falcon swoops in and saves it. And you know that what? was perfect. Okay. Just just just. Just, just, just another little thing, like with the Chewie dying and the C-3PO dying, like when they blew up that planet, you thought that like, what's his name? Little, little midget guy yeah. and, and the the woman, Felicity yeah. Jones. Uh, you think they're dead and right. you don't know them, but okay, they're dead now. They're alive. And they're alive too. Yeah. Like we've taken away all the big deaths. Yes. That's okay. Cause <sighs> Leia had the best. Leia had, yes. That's all you needed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Babo Freak. Babo Freak. Babo Freak. Baba Freak. Oh, Baba Freak. Oh, Baba Freak. Uh, I was uh, fine with him. He was amazing. I loved him. Yeah. I loved back him. He to was being a little so puppet. Fun. Yeah. And that was Star Wars. That was so Star Wars yes. when he just showed up in the little cockpit. Yep. That's high fantasy right there. It is. That's the whole point. Yeah. Escapism. Yep. I wonder how Hope. she got off the planet, though, because she gave Poe, like, her ticket off the she planet. She had a ship the whole time. She did have a ship, but... Well, I guess obviously she had a ship. I guess the empire, but she had the little disc, you know, that was going to give her clearance. Well, that to was going to, yeah. At that, but I, I guess they cleared out they after cleared everything, out after. and then she was like, "Oh, I'm out of here." And then kaboom! Yeah, should have been a different. Maybe it was. They blew uh, up. Maybe it was something Bob that Freak's we ship. cared was, more about. Maybe it was his ship. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say maybe they got off on the ship that they went there with, but that ship was on the star destroyers. So that doesn't work. Here's a big question. Can the Death Star and all of these other Death Star-like weapons blow up a planet like Bespin, which is a gaseous planet? I mean, Bespin was okay. Bespin was okay. We see Cloud City at the end. And, yes, we do. And they're and they're. But I'm saying, is a gaseous giant impervious? Does a gaseous well, giant mean, have a core at the middle, a solid core? Yeah, we've recently because that's where that Anakin's it, lightsaber was. Right. Uh, I mean, we've re- we've now established it, it re- IRL um, that Ugh. gas giants Ugh, are IRL out of here. All a gas giant is is a planet with a true atmosphere. So, like planet Earth, so we can blow them up. There is a there is an actual planet underneath all that gas. Okay, so we could so they're not safe. From so the the reason that Earth like we have basically like a paper thin atmosphere on yeah. planet earth which yeah. is why it's so just you know everything that's so happened it's already paper thin mm-hmm. gas giants at the center of gas giants are dense little nugget basically a, a planet there's a, a planet at this that's at the center of it with a hand and a lightsaber sure so yes so you can are, blow up a gas giant impervious. okay good yeah that's good there is a, a planet at underneath all of that atmosphere and then there is a core at the center of that planet. Yeah. Wonder if they should have blown up Bespin instead of the other planet that we didn't care that much about. Coruscant. They blew Not up Coruscant in Force Awakens. In Force Awakens, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, in this movie when they blew up, the it didn't make sense that, that there were... was going to be a battle of Coruscant in Duel of the Fates because they blew it up at the end of the first. Was movie. Was there that kind of plan though? Yes, in, in Duel, Duel of the Fates, there's a. But Coruscant I mean, battle. but I Maybe mean, that's why I got rejected. But I mean, 
where oh, we, we could have easi- that far. We could have easily said that it wasn't actually Coruscant. Yeah. Whatever. I knew. Big question. We're, we're throwing out, like, light big questions. Let's yeah. do some actual big questions. Big questions. BQs. How the fuck was Red 5 space-worthy after what we see in... It's well, It's been sitting at the bottom of salt water. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know that it's salt water, don't but know for all intents salt, and purposes, it's salt but water. But let's say it's salt water. It's been sitting in water for 30 years. I honestly it's, think if if it can handle space travel and re-entry... 30 years? Sure. I, I would believe it. I'd believe it. I mean... I have no problem with Red 5. Wa- but water getting into the astromet compartment... Sure. is different than the vacuum of space getting into the astromet compartment. Yeah, no, I agree. But so like water but, getting into the the mechanics because we've seen R2 manipulate it. It's it is open. Like once water gets in there, I imagine it's yeah. it's done. But I mean R2 is pretty much waterproof. He falls in the swamp in Dagobah and spits out mud and is pretty much fine. I sure. I feel like electrical and mechanical components in the Star Wars universe are pretty darn weatherproof. 30 years is a long time. But in Star Wars is it Yes. I don't know. I th- I honestly think it's okay. Based on the depiction of Luke in Last Jedi, yeah, 30 years is a fucking long time. Well, for, like, humans. Like, for people. Oh, yeah, good, yeah, sure. yeah. Droids, but, like, for, yeah, no, for machinery, for machinery, I think it's fine. I mean, um, I mean, it brings me to, to, to one of my big questions is, is, is and it, it should be a rant. It should be a, who the fuck do I need to blame for this? But, <laughs> but, but Ben Solo, Ben Solo. Solo flies a TIE fighter. <laughs> TIE fighters do not have hyperdrive. Thank you very much. Not Imperial. Uh, not Imperial era TIE fighters. Where did he get his... T- Maybe that's From why it took the, him so long to get there. That's he why they lingered the, yes. it on it on the, in the Death Star. Because that there is, are yeah, still ships uh, there. That is a big... That's that, a you're big absolutely problem. Right. That is a... That is... That is rant worthy. Yeah. How did he get there in a TIE fighter that, an, yeah, an Imperial era TIE fighter no, that did not have no light hyperdrive. speed? No hyperdrive. Yeah. And, no uh, astromech droid? No. No wayfinder. Nope. How did he? Get I like there? to think that the way he got there with the okay, it's inexcusable the hyperdrive. Thing. Yeah, that's. But I like to think that the way he got there was Ray was broadcasting how to get the there signal, to everybody, and he followed it. which is also how like just people showed up, right? Just regular old people. Um, but no hyperdrive. No hyperdrive. He, he couldn't have gotten yeah. there, and also no life support system, which is why they always wear the helmets and stuff. But right. I'll give you that maybe he found a, a functioning life support system. But he's not slapping he's on a not, hyperdrive yeah. onto that no, TIE fighter. No. That was just for the nostalgia of them blending together. Right. And it's not a rant. Damn near. It's, it's mm, that, I would say that's and a, I, a rant. And that's, I would argue that. That's just bad writing. Incom, the company that makes X-Wings, make a better quality uh X-Wing than they do lightsaber. Than, uh, no. Uh, TIE fighter. Yeah. And TIE fighters. Uh, TIE fighters are fucking garbage. They're, they're garbage. Just, they're just fodder. They're just fodder. They're yeah. just, that's the whole point of protect, them. It's just lots and lots the of destroyers. them. Yeah. And overwhelm them. No, no light those, support system, no light drive. Those should have deteriorated. Yes. Off the desk there. Um, I mean, the mechanism that held them in place should have. How did that survive? Yeah. Yeah. And they plummeted to a planet. Yeah. They also <laughs> should have survived. Way too much of that was. Anyway. Uh, how. How did that that other random moon that we never see orbiting Endor? Yep. We only ever see one of everything. Oh, man. Um, I wonder if nobody from Chaku is going to write in on this episode and be like, <laughs> actually, the TIE fighter was given a. Blah, blah, blah. I don't think it was, though. I don't think it was. I really don't think nope. TIE fighters got hyperdrive nope. capabilities until. I don't even think they had hyperdrive capabilities in, in Force Epis- Awakens. In Forkins Awakens. That was new to. 
to this one. To this one. They started yep. following light speed tracking yep. and and light, hyperdrives it, on. Which I'm fine with because they established yes. light speed tracking in the last movie and yep. they've expanded the technology. Fine. Right. Now that and they now have light speed given... tracking, there's a reason for TIE fighters to have sure. light speed. Give them them. Yep. Sure. Fine with it. But not that old fashioned. Not one. that old fashioned. That one wasn't no. getting there. Um, it's yours. It's yours. It's yours. I, I piggyback. This is. This is uh, I already talked about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is Ray a complete dynamic character? It seems like we're leaving her in the middle of her story, mm-hmm. not the end. It really does feel like stay tuned for episode 10. Right. But, uh, but there won't be an episode 10. This is the middle of her story. She's well, built her lightsaber. Then this is the time. This now, is a great time for me to say only... my, my pitch, please. Okay. Um, because. I like I, I I will be the first to admit that I liked what happened in the movie. She buries the lightsabers, even she though it sees, makes no sense. It makes it's no sense. Luke's but she lightsaber. sees Luke and Leia. Who are you, Ray? Sure. Ray yeah. Skywalker. Ray Skywalker. Okay, Here's a little welling in my chest. Lightsaber. Okay, fine. I think it would admit been a better story if uh, she murdered that woman, <laughs> <laughs> and not just the men, but the women. And the chill. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I say that it's really embracing your Palpatine lineage. End this movie with Rey going full gray Jedi, because then she truly does bring. So she should have had a white lightsaber. Well, gray Jedi, because yellow lightsabers were the guardians of the the temples. But I'm also fine with it being yellow because if if nothing but you've seen are the in cinema movies. And you really just sure. Had, Gray Jedi have yellow lights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm fine yeah. with that because it's the third primary color, and yeah. it's it's separate from your Sith and your. Je- I'm sure. fine with that. Okay. Um. But so, ha- when she's when, a Gray Jedi, when the right. old lady goes, Ray, who? And she sees the twins, and they nod, and they fade away because they're finally put to rest. The right. Skywalker saga is over. over, and then she just says, "Just Ray." Right. She she yes. comes to terms just with Rey. the fact that she, you know, it Rey doesn't Solo. matter. Sure, but 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 like but not the, Skywalker. The message is she can be just right. Like right. it's such a moment she for her to be a Skywalker. At, at Burning Man when the little kid is like, <laughs> "What's your last name?" and she's like, "Dun dun dun, I don't have I one." Don't have and one. But and then end the movie with her being like, "I can be just right, just right." Do you remember that iconic scene in Empire Strikes Back? Luke is staggering out into the snow after getting out of the Wampa Cave, yeah. and Ben shows up to him. Ben! And ben yeah, exactly. And Ben says, Luke, ben! you must travel to the Dagobah system. Don't leave There me. you will find he Yoda. He wasn't listening. And Luke didn't go, Yoda who? Yoda who? We don't need last names in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> but also, it's just a more powerful message for Rey to, at the end, be fine with just being Rey. The Skywalker saga is over. Sure. Is the Skywalker saga over I now because she's Rey so. Skywalker? It's nice and it's poetic that she's taken on the thing, but this was supposed to be the end, end of the Skywalker so saga. So I would my, agree with you. My pitch, just um, Can I also just piggyback onto your pitch that Rey should have had a green lightsaber? Sure. And, piggyback away. And uh, my ra- my reasoning for this is, is the reason why Luke's lightsaber is green. Um, we've seen the destruction of the last Kyber Crystal mine mm-hmm. uh, in um, Rogue One. Rogue One. Mm-hmm. So there are no, the only Kyber Crystals that exist are Kyber Crystals that are already in existence at this point, which is why Ben's, Ben Solo's, Solo's lights, his Kylo Ren's lightsaber is yeah, so wonky better. because the, the, it's imperfect. Well, it's the way you create a red lightsaber is like by 
corrupting a kyber crystal. Like oh. the Sith basically like choke the light out of it, and you're they're left with they they basically poison a kyber crystal. And he just wasn't good at it. He wasn't good at it because okay. Ben Solo is not a Sith. Mm-hmm. He's a Knight of Ren. That's why he doesn't have the title Darth. Mm-hmm. Um, I digress. I would argue, like, where did Luke get his crystal? Yeah. Where would he have gone to build a new lightsaber? Where? The only place that we've established, the only two lightsabers in existence at this point were Anakin's and Obi-Wan's. Yeah. And where, I would argue, where would Luke have gone to make his new lightsaber in the style of Obi-Wan's, which is, we've been confirmed now, Mark Hamill was recently given the prop from Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. and that prop was the lightsaber that Alex Guinness used in episode four. It's the same one. And they just redressed it slightly for Luke in episode six. So you're saying the green saber was Obi-Wan's saber. The green saber was Obi-Wan's saber with a new crystal. Okay. Where would Luke have gotten that crystal? Well, he would have gone back to Ben's abandoned hut. hut. And what the only other lightsaber, and this is why I think the crystal is green. He took the crystal out of Qui-Gon's saber, which Obi-Wan would have had parts. He would have had uh, Qui-Gon's saber, and he would have had maybe pieces from Ben's Mm -hmm. to to build a new saber. So he would have had Qui-Gon's saber. And so Rey's saber should have been green because the only other lightsaber in existence at this point that is not buried is Luke's green lightsaber. Yeah. Which I think was inside of R2 the whole time. Yeah. Because we've seen R2 store it before. I am sad that we didn't get more R2, but I did read... He wasn't the droid of this universe. He wasn't the droid of this universe. And it was and because... It, um, it was because Kenny Baker, Kenny passed, Baker away, passed away. And it was yeah. and it was a purposeful decision to 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 let, let him rest. Yeah. And, to, and, and so I can't fault it, but I can't help but... I know. Miss R2. Yeah. R2, we know. Uh, that brings me to another uh, big question, though. Uh, look at how well we're... Dovetailing, one yeah. with the force uh has r2d2 at last transcended artificial intelligence by demonstrating compassion in never revealing to his best friend 3po that he was created by anakin skywalker because we established in this movie oh, that wow. r2d2 can give 3po back all of his all memories of his memories at any point. so r2 is actively choosing to not reveal that c3po was Created oh, wow. by Anakin Skywalker. I hope so. I feel I, like I feel, yes. He is now by he is now surpassed programming. Yes. He is a He's sentient just, being. Wow. I didn't even pick up on that and I fucking love it. I think I think yes. this movie shows yes. R2 is now elevated to that level. Yes. Strong agree. Yeah. Good. I'm happy you agree with yep. that because I think he has. I, I loved that he did make the final run in Pose Lightsaber and Pose X Wing. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was happy BB-8 was on the ship. Right. Uh, so that he, because, oh, I would have been so pissed know, if, if, if R2 was still on the planet and, and like sitting out of a battle. He he went in again. He did. He went in again. Just like Wedge. Just like Wedge. Yeah. Um, I felt like that. Oh, yeah. Here's a, here's a lightning and, and, question. And wow. Thank you. Strong agree. Thank you. I think that, I'm going to deposit that. Yeah. That, that. After everything, R2 has grown to that point. Yep. Uh, here's a light big question. How come the command ship didn't just pitch a little bit to the right or the left, port or and, starboard, and make, them and make all the horses just <clears throat> and plummet? Plot armor. They were like, oh, shit, horses. <sighs> jam, lop, lop, jam their speeders. Jam their speeders. They're not That's, using speeders. They're using horses. 
Oh, we don't have any defense <laughs> against horses. We can just pitch it a little oh, bit. We can, can just list lazily to the left. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then they plummet. And then, um, oh, man. Yeah, because that was the big... That was the big um, reveal that the they were going to fall off the Star Destroyer yeah. because it was crashing. Yep. A lot of dead horses on that planet. A lot of dead horses. Um, oh, wow. That yeah. was, I do like... <laughs> I do like that scene. There's no way Rose. Oh my goodness! Especially in this movie, there's no way she got all those horses back on the drop. Rose is heartless in this movie. I'm just gonna say it because, like, it was a completely different Rose. It was a completely different Rose. There's that point where, like, Finn and Poe are going off on their adventure. Uh, to you know, help Ray and po- and and Finn's like, you can come with us. Right. And she's like, oh, I have to stay I here. To stay here. And she's and he's like, well, you know, when we get back, and she's like, if you, if get, you back. get back, like, fuck you. Wh- last movie, you were all about hope right. and your sister's sacrifice not being in vain, and we fight for uh what we love, not against people. And now she's just like, that's what trolls on the internet do to a person. I guess so. She's I like, guess fuck it. So you gonna die? Um, gonna. And then he's like, oh, "I gotta stay here to blow it Siegel's up." Seagull's gonna get you like, now. Okay, that's deep. That's how's yeah. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. Um, just pitch it a little bit. I guess <laughs> is what I'm saying. Just a little, and you're fine. Uh, but I did like his death. That was a great explosion scene where where that general. Were we supposed to know who that was? Because he he seems to be an older version of someone who yeah. survived. He the, had he they named played him it and, in a way that yeah. was like he served the emperor previously right and has been serving him all ever since and then yep. when everything blows up and he he had you see him it's problematic but... because we've never seen him previously and, he thought, and i was trying to think who the, the first order but uh, he had a good death he had yep. a good death all right this is my last do you have a another big question my, others, my last one is very involved my others very... are more kind of entire series so I'm going to wait for part two of our of our story. Okay, Wars so mine kind of starts this conversation. However, I'm going to ask it now because it. I immediately went, wait, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. How does Ben Solo yeah. cross over into the Force, i.e., who teaches him the skill? Yeah. Follow up, how did Anakin learn the skin, yeah. the skill? And I can come to only one explanation. And it really bums me out. Okay. Do you want to give your explanation? Or do I you would want like me you to... to give me your answer. Okay. Because hopefully it is, I go, oh, thank goodness. And you early you don't have a good answer. Unfortunately, the prequel trilogy really effed us with Force Ghost. Yes. Because the original trilogy made it seem that like, this is just what a Jedi can do. And come back to the force. I disagree. In the in the original trilogy? I I don't think it posited that this is just what a Jedi can do. Oh, okay. Why? Uh, let me finish your explanation. Okay. So, but in in the prequel trilogy, we learn that it is something that uh that Qui-Gon has unlocked. Yes. And that in exile, Obi-Wan is will, going to learn. We're going skill. to learn and blah blah blah, yada, yada, yada. Which then kind of negates then okay well then where did anakin learn it and how can anakin come back what oh no what i think now is oh no what keep going oh what i just think now is that you're reinforcing my point it just seems to be like 
it almost just seems to be like the force's decision and not really anything to do with the person's life. Because the prequels make it really problematic that Anakin comes back as a force goat. Right. Ghost, not goat. Because he fucking murders children. And right. there's, there should be no happily ever after for a character who murders children. Correct. Sorry. But was that... Was that I mean, this uh, is controversial? Con this is you shouldn't be redeemed you if you've murdered not, children. Yes, cute little child, children that child are looking for your protection. Not be able to cross over into the force. Ugh. So sketch, you're reinforcing. So the my, fact that then conclusion. Ben comes back to, or he doesn't come back, but he blends into the force. Uh, it it makes it seem more like it's a force thing taking people. Oh no, I don't think Ben. In his last moments, were you know, like Yoda did, just like that one with the four. I don't know. Well, he did. He faded into the four. I know, but what I'm saying is, I'm I no longer based on the fact that it was Ben because I don't think he has that kind of understanding of the force. So your answer is that the force just chooses people. Yeah, it's the force's will and not the uh, person's. I I it, no. Everything that you've said just reinforces my theory. What's your theory? It's it's really it's a downer sketch. Okay. It's it's a real downer. I'm gonna throw another force-sensitive log on the fire. Should have saved my R two big question as our I'm last going big to, question. I'm going to. I'm going to channel everything you just said is wrong. Okay. Um, that was I, your favorite. Line I of that movie. wish you, got you had tattooed. I wish you had presented something more convincing to me. Sorry. Um, didn't know that was my responsibility. It was. I I told you the only answer I could come up with really bums me out. Okay. I'll see if I agree with it. The whole problem with the Jedi is that they, they only they they refuse to adapt. Yeah, they they use the Force. Yeah, Sith manipulate the Force. Yeah, the Force projection, it like or or Force ghosts appear to be a manipulation of the Force. Do you think it's a Sith and power? so yes? And here is my my rationale for it. How does Ben learn the skill and how does Anakin learn the skill? Because it is established mm -hmm. at the end of episode three mm -hmm. that Qui-Gon is the first Jedi. Yeah, he's figured to, it out. Uh, he unlocks the skill mm -hmm. and, and he has taught it to Yoda and Yoda is going to teach it to Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan's going to be able to commune with, with Qui-Gon. Mm -hmm. I will... And, and so Luke becoming a Force ghost... Luke would have learned the skill from either Obi-Wan or Yoda or a combination of the two in his tricks or, or the books. You know, he has primary source knowledge. Mm -hmm. I don't think the books he would have learned it from. I, I'm thinking Force Ghost Yoda at some point. For, Force because Ghost, there's 30 years in between. Force Ghost reads to me like an ancient power that has been forgotten by the Jedi. And they have, I, their I, path has taken them from it, away from it. I agree. It's manipulation. I think it's a Sith power. Okay. And so if I'm looking at this universe and saying, well, how does Anakin learn this skill? Anakin could not have learned the skill from, from Qui-Gon, mm -hmm. and he couldn't have learned the skill from Obi-Wan no. because he parts ways with Obi-Wan before Obi-Wan has learned the skill. Yeah. And he couldn't have learned it from Luke mm -hmm. because he doesn't meet Luke until he's, uh, Luke is an adult male. And and Luke hasn't learned the skill yet, mm -hmm. essentially, right? Based on what we've seen, yeah. Um, and we know that the first time Yoda has appeared to Luke, mm -hmm. 
since yes. he last saw him it's is in uh, is on Octo. Mm-hmm. So I'm you know, where does you know Luke saw this happen? He communed with Force ghosts, so he's he's unlocked it, and they they're able to teach to him. Mm-hmm. The only way Ben and Anakin could have learned the skill is from Palpatine, who we are we are told. Snoke is Palpatine. Palpatine's force ghost has been inhabiting Snoke's body. Snoke was just Snoke was okay. just a vessel for Palpatine's force ghost. Okay. He he says to he says to Ben, "I am every voice you've ever heard yeah, in yeah. your head. Yeah, it's he's... always been Palpatine and Pal- and the only difference is we've never seen a Jedi in use their force ghost to inhabit a corporeal body." Mm-hmm. Where did Qui-Gon Jinn learn the skill? See, and... and, and Qui-Gon... Yes. ...was the Padawan of Count Dooku. Yeah. Count Dooku was the Padawan of Palpatine, Darth Sidious. So yeah. my... Originally Yoda, but then uh, but then, yeah, but but then, then he becomes yes, the, the apprentice The apprentice of... Yep. of so Dooku mm-hmm. would have been learning the skill... Sure a novice himself and part of what we learn and and i would say that dooku's dabbling in the for, in the dark side of the force starts much earlier mm-hmm. um before he fully embraces his darth tyrannus oh, sure. and becomes a sith what we know about qui-gon jinn is he was a very unorthodox jedi yeah he did he not was, follow he did not follow jedi teachings no. He was offered a seat on the council. He refused. Mm-hmm. He was essentially a hermit. He disagreed with the council. He disagreed he with the council like the way the, because the of the teachings of his master, Count Dooku, mm-hmm. who was a borderline and later a Sith. Okay. Essentially, Qui Gon didn't know that he was a Sith, mm-hmm. and he and or he did know he was a Sith. And had prior knowledge the whole time mm-hmm. that Anakin was, in fact, Palpatine's son. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole reason that this journey starts. So Qui-Gon, I'm left with one of either one of two com- conclusions. Qui-Gon Jinn mm-hmm. is either an unwitting Sith or is a Sith. Okay. And that Force Ghosts are a Sith power. And I love Qui-Gon Jinn. I also love Qui-Gon I love Jinn. Qui-Gon Jinn. He is like, and probably because of like how he's like, no, like you're killing us with your intractability, Jedi Council. Like, yeah, he, he was, was the voice of reason. He was the I voice mean, of reason. The Jedi Council was so stuck up their own right. asses that they, they, they were basically ineffective. And so Qui-Gon and, and Darth Sidious has influenced this whole wing of what is left of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm, I'm the only way to me that Anakin and Kylo Ren could have learned this skill was from Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And that means Qui-Gon Jinn was a Sith? Maybe. I see where you're going. And it's such a bummer to me because I love that character path. and I and I want to like believe that everything that he does and says is for the greater good, but now I'm saying, "Oh shit. Well, here's Was this Palpatine the whole time? Here's where And and I and will Qui-Gon it. was like Qui-Gon was Sidious's agent within the Jedi Order the whole time and when he dies, the next t- the next movie we come in on, he's like Anakin Skywalker's got to be on the fucking council, bitches. Mm-hmm. 
It was like, but you're not a master, but you have to be on the council because the emperor, the chancellor wants it, but you're not a master. And so it, so it was like Qui-Gon, the, the, the wrench in the, in the gears the whole time. And it's such a downer to me, man. It's such a downer. Well, here's it really, it really hurts. Here's like, what I think. Ugh. And, and here's why So I'm hoping you can throw something back at me now. I was like, no shades. Here's what Qui-Gon's I not thought an accidental Sith or a Sith. Here's what I thought they were going to end up doing, which they did not end up doing. This is what I thought they were going to do with Last Jedi and then finish it in this, was show that the the strife of the galaxy, all the evil and ill that has befallen the galaxy through what we've seen in the Clone Wars and the Galactic Civil War, and now, I guess, what do you call this? The War of the First Order, is all directly a result of the 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 extremist views of force users assigning themselves as a Sith or a, or a Jedi, Jedi. Whereas instead there is simply the force. And sure. then there are the methods in which people use it. There are the moralities of the people who use it and what they're willing to do with it. Sure. And I feel like Qui-Gon touched upon and wasn't allowed. We as viewers weren't allowed to really get into Qui-Gon's vision Qui-Gon was someone who was in the Jedi, in the Jedi religion and in the Jedi order, but was recognizing the fact that they are just as dangerous as the Sith. As the Sith. They have perverted this natural, uh, this, this, this natural uh, phenomenon of the galaxy. Sure. And they have assigned to it all of these uh, rules and regulations and stipulations that are man-made or being made right. uh, that is just as dangerous as what the Sith is doing. Sure. Because, I mean, Anakin goes down the d- deepest, darkest path. He murders the children because he's trying to save someone he loves. I mean, he is told by the Jedi that love is is forbidden. Right. Love is yes. forbidden for our hero organization. And, and that's a big problem. And I thought, what I thought this trilogy was going to end with, which is why I say Ray should have gone full gray at the end, was that our biggest issues were assigning these extremist views and these sure. extremist methods of using the force as the as the um the end all be all of the conflict. Okay. Whereas for the universe to continue on, the force is going to be there regardless right. of anybody of using it. Anybody using it. People who are force sensitive should aim more for that center. Sure. And don't let it get mucked up by stuff. Sure. Because as we said earlier, force healing is established earlier in the whole story through Darth Plagueis. Darth Plagueis. I yes. mean, force healing can be argued to be a quote Sith power. But right. for all we know, the Jedi, if they've discovered it, have considered it taboo because it's giving your force to somebody else, which sounds to me very altruistic. And very good thing to do. It's sacrificing sure. your own force for someone else, but they've, in their benevolency, have decided it's taboo, and we don't do that. That sounds too much like love. Love is sure. bad. So my answer, to bring it all back around, is that Sidious and Qui-Gon, Obi- everyone we've ever followed in this is a result very ancient early teachings of the nature of the force before it was understood and it's still not understood 
and it has just been perverted over the generations to be a sickness, a plague upon not just the Sith. I'm lumping the Jedi in with it too. And it's their conflict that does it. So, so force ghosting, force fading, force lightning, for they're not, they're not specifically Sith or specifically Jedi. They're just force powers. And it's these rules that the beings, the corporeal beings have put on it, who can use it, what they're going to do with it. And it's, that's anti-force. That's against the will of the force. I like it. But you don't buy it. I don't buy it. That's fine. Can I, can I, I have one final piece. Sure. And, and you kind of alluded to it and it goes back to, we've only ever seen the apprentices die. Yeah. Always two there are. Until this final one. Yeah. Sidious is the master. Yep. Dooku was the apprentice. Yep. Dooku has an apprentice. Darth Maul. Except Darth Maul is his replacement apprentice. Yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn was his original. And it's his new apprentice that kills his old one. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this. Okay, you got Sidious. You got Sidious. You've got... He makes Dooku. Darth Tyrannus. Yeah, yeah. Darth Tyrannus's apprentice was Darth Maul. Except he's not. Qui-Gon was his original apprentice. And it is his new apprentice, Darth Maul, that follows Qui-Gon throughout the whole movie and then kills him at the end. I thought Maul was specifically Sidious's apprentice. Darth Maul was Darth Tyrannus's apprentice. We've only ever seen the... When did we get that? It's implied. Always a master and apprentice. Yeah. We believe... Like, we're... we're, When... This is where we we continue to misread things and things are always implied. Mm-hmm. We it was implied that Darth Maul was the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Sidious is the Phantom right. Menace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His apprentice is Dooku. Mm-hmm. Dooku's apprentice mm-hmm. was Darth Maul. Okay. But it, Maul is his second apprentice after his first embraces a middle path. Mm-hmm. And and I w- I argue that Qui-Gon Jinn was a Jedi mm-hmm. who became a Sith, who rejected it all and walked a middle path. He's the first gray Jedi. Mm-hmm. And before they can move forward, Tyrannus has his new apprentice, Darth Maul, kill his old one. Because we believe that, that um, we're, we're led to, we're told in the movie that Maul is, I believe... Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've watched all of this. We're we are led to believe that Maul is an assassin trying to kill Amidala. Right. In reality, he's always been following Qui Gon Jinn to take out the original apprentice of Darth Tyrannus. Okay. Interesting. Interesting theory. It's a theory. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I see your your the gears are turning. Yeah, I'm I'm mulling it over. I'm mulling it over. I can see that you don't like it, but I can also um, see that it makes sense. There's a yeah. lot of sleight of hand and misdirection in the prequels. Oh, very much so. Yeah. On both sides. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely on both sides. It's uh it's not it's and they were movies made for kids, and I think that's the problem with them. That mm-hmm. was the target audience. 
I, um, but they're they're very complex and they're not shot well because it's the dawn of like CGI and I do want to do the it's prequels. Problematic. I also want to do the prequels because at the at the end of the day, I said this to you. At the end of all of it, when you look at all of these movies together, mm-hmm. I would not have wa- you know of which one, which three movies, which out of the three trilogies, which one told the like from beginning, middle to end told the most like succinct, coherent story. Mm-hmm. My takeaway would not have been the prequels, mm-hmm. but in terms of like a story that plays out over three movies with a clear beginning, middle and end um, and things that you establish in the first act that are continued in the second act that then resolve in the third act. It's the prequels. Well, and the... you can't, and they're, and like, and it's, it's little petty things like Luke and Leia kissing. Cause they don't know their oh, siblings, no, but that's like, because Lucas didn't know they were siblings when he re- wrote the first movie. Cause he wrote it as a standalone movie. It was an independent movie that was picked up for distribution by Fox. But the the prequels, and I agree, have, they, they have tell the, they you, tell a cohesive story from. Start they have the benefit of the middle of the, the story. Benefit have of yes. of they already have an end. Yes, they have to get here. Yes, Lucas has already d- told has, the end of the story. Yes, he needs to get here. Right. The first trilogy didn't have that, right. and this trilogy certainly didn't have yes. that. So the prequels, if if this thing came out in actual order, one right. through nine, I. Who knows where? Who we knows where we, where we would be? But uh, yeah, the prequels definitely benefit from being and, the and only the trilogy that prequels had, have been have to get here elevated in in my mind over the years as subsequent Star Wars properties have come out. Mm-hmm. And, and certain are are they the best filmed? No. Like and are they the are they the best written? No. But as a trilogy, it might be the best tri- uh, uh, trilogy in mm-hmm. terms of telling. Telling the story. A three-part story. A three-part story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not where I thought we would end. The Skywalker yeah. saga. <laughs> yeah. oh, like I said, they it 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 had to be. Yeah. It had to yeah. be. Yeah. Agree. The original didn't have to be. Right. Here's more money. Make another one. Yeah. Okay. Great. Vader's his father. Ooh. Oh, here's another one. Have you Force seen lightning. have you seen the interview where um Mark Hamill talks about the Empire reveal? Yes. And he was the, and he only found out on the day they were going to yes, shoot the scene. It was they a gave different the, reveal. Well, it said um, Obi Wan killed yeah, your father. Yeah, that's what was in the script. Yep. And so when they revealed it, it was right. a genuine was, reaction. Yeah, yeah like it was that. a genuine reaction when he he only read it right before. It was like yeah. George knows it. I know the direct. I can't remember who directed Empire. Mm-hmm. It was like I know it. George knows it, and you know it. So if it leaks, we know it was you. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Hamill does an amazing... It's on the Graham Norton show. You should go find it. Um, Mark Hamill does an amazing Harrison Ford impression. Yeah, that's... Oh, that must have been Mark Hamill. Yeah, Graham Norton. Um, Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with the... um... Yeah, so that was my last big question. And my answer is that Qui-Gon Jinn was a Sith, was a Jedi who became a Sith along with his master who rejected everything and became essentially a gray Jedi who was then murdered by his master's new apprentice. And the only way he could have learned that skill is if he learned it from Darth Tyrannus, who earned, learned it from Darth Sidious. And that is how everyone subsequently has learned that skill from Qui-Gon, mm-hmm. who essentially learned it from Palpatine, which is the only way Anakin and Kylo Ren could have learned it. Just okay. to bring it back to my original Bringing question. Bringing it back to your original question. I mean, I do, have to, I do have to point out that Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, never came back as a ghost. 
But he crossed over into the force. He did cross over into the force. Yeah. We we just didn't see his ghost. Which I assume is what everybody does because everyone can talk through. Seems like once you become one with the force, you, you can talk, talk through to it. it to to anybody. Yeah. It's it's Qui Gon has come up with a way to talk to the the living, the living. more corpor- corporeal, corporeal form. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's a manipulation of the force, which is a Sith skill. It is. It is. Don't sad times. Don't think it's bad though to manipulate. The uh, force. I'm not saying that it's uh, because bad look what to happened to the, the Jedi. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. It just bums me out that Qui Gon mm-hmm. is a Sith? Question mark. And I think the I think the answer to that is yes, or or at the very least started down that path before rejecting it, as well as rejecting the Jedi Council. I would go as far as to say he is an he is an unwitting pawn. Yeah, Insidious which I mean, which is also a bummer to me because he seemed to be the the voice of reason and the and the only true like I, we just have to train this boy like he needs to be trained. Yeah, because it's implied I think that Qui Gon fell in love with Shmi. Oh, really? I think so. That Qui you know Qui Gon sees himself as a father figure to Anakin. Mm-hmm. It's so effing weird that Jedi can't love. I know, right? Like if that's my biggest rant in all of Star Wars is that Jedi yeah. can't love. That just seems so counterintuitive. Well, anyway. because the Jedi are loosely based on it's a com- they're a combination of like samurai and Catholic priests. Oh sure, and I get that it's it's so that you don't have the attachment, right? But but still, yeah. But still, seems kind of arbitrary. Seems like you're just asking for trouble yeah. at that point. Um, do you have any more big questions? No, no. The the others I want to ask in our part two. Cool. When we talk about the trilogy as a whole. I think that brings us to Shades, Shades and Sketch Recommendations. I'll go first because mine's an easy one. Cool. Next week, we're going to talk about Mandalorian, so I'm recommending Mandalorian. Cool. And uh, do you want to say anything about it? Oh, no? it's really good. It's yep. on Disney+. Plus. It's worth doing your week trial to watch it. Yes. You'll blow through it super fast. There's seven um, episodes. And watch if, an episode a day. I think it's eight. Eight Is episodes. Eight? Oh. You can watch two ones. Um, yeah, one you'll day. want to. Watch the first two. And um or the last two. Or the last two. Yeah, last two. Oh, man. Um we're gonna talk about it next week. It's super good. Uh you'll hear me say next week, I'm sure, that uh or next episode, that it's the best Star Wars that Disney has uh pumped out. Strong agree. Since they've taken we have over. spoken. Yep, we have spoken. And uh, they have shown us the way. They have shown us the way. Mm-hmm. So uh Mandalorian. Uh, Mandalorian. And I am going to recommend Outlaw Star. Oh, remember Outlaw Star? Uh, I remember Outlaw Star. Star. I love it. I would say it's probably in my top three anime of all time. Wow. Um, And and here's why I'm going to recommend Outlaw Star. uh, Because there is... uh, In my sci-fi media, I tend to be drawn to stories and, and everything seems to be following in the same vein of like a River Tam character, i.e. Firefly. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, where there's like this mystery character that we have to unlock who they are. Uh, and they're something, you know, in stasis mystery. We open it up. Usually it's a girl inside Mandalorian spoilers. Uh, it's not a girl inside. Not a girl inside. It, you, you, you've been spoiled already what it is inside the crate. And, and that's outlaw star. The first time I know that being done is outlaw star. And so if, if, you know, it seems to be popular in, in modern sci-fi storytelling in which you have this character and we know nothing about them and we're going to learn who they are over the course of the series, mm-hmm. Outlaw Star. And it's a great series and it's 
It's fun. It's bonkers. It's a space bounty hunters, essentially kind of Star Wars, but not. It, it's very clear to see this influence on all sci-fi media. So just watch that. And I think it's on Hulu. If you have Hulu, you can watch it on oh, Hulu, cool. I believe. Um, I have the entire series on DVD. You know, so you can I'll, also watch I'll, it there? Yeah, you can, you can. I will let you borrow my DVDs right into the show. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it. I will let you borrow my DVDs when you send Sketch his Sequest DSV Still waiting. Still waiting. Christmas has come and gone. Yep. Way um, to drop the ball, guys. So, yeah, there's my recommendation. And if you like that kind of story, Zoid's Chaotic Century also follows also the same, follows the same, the yep. same thing. Yep. So it's a, it's a, it's, it is a big trope in modern sci-fi storytelling, and I think Outlaw Star was possibly the first. It's certainly the, it certainly predates Zoids. Does it? Yeah. Outlaw Star, early, early 80s, I believe. I'm trying to think when the Zoids manga came out. I'll have to look that up. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that's part one Oof. of Sketch, our big, is there anything you want to take? welcome back. Yes. There is. What are you going to take? Now you're going to get mad at me. Oh, what are you, what you, are you always, taking? You always get mad at me. Taking Red 5 oh. for my fleet. Very cool. Yeah, nobody's using it. Now, yeah, and that's going to be the last time we see it. I hope it's the last time we I see it. I hope it's the last time we see it. Because it won't make sense anymore. It won't. So uh, I've taken Red 5. It deserves a better resting spot than the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. And uh, it's always been, it's always been my top tier ship. Well, I will. I, that's very funny because I'm going to take the Millennium Falcon. Perfect. Because the Empire is defeated and there's no need no for need it anymore. No need for it anymore. All the solos are All dead. All the sol- solos are dead. Um, Chewie's, I mean, let's be honest, Chewie's not going home. Yeah, and this falls into the tradition of a white man coming in and stealing Lando's property. So it's perfect. <laughs> For uh, the end of, uh, of he this. didn't seem all that broken up about um, whatever that droid's name was. Dio. No, 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 no. The droid. Oh, that's the L L five L three L L three E seven. Because it's supposed to, if you flip it over, it's supposed Love. to say the same thing. Oh, no, L- like it's L3 if you put L three E seven and you flip it. Over it's on L3 itself, it's seven. Also, you got gotcha. you. Yeah, um, I needed that. I needed that little. I needed him to be like, "I'm back. I'm back. I missed you." Yeah, L three or or C three PO to say something when he's communicating right. with the ship. Like, who the who the fuck is this? Because they're meeting again for the first time. Right. Anyway, maybe um, she died. Like the the Falcon has been trashed so Falcon many times. It's not Trash. fire at the beginning. Hey, of this you know what? Movie. It's okay. We're taking it. Taking it. Can I have some space in your hangar? Sure. Thank you. It's indefinite, so I can carve out a little Thank piece. Thank you. Appreciate it. My first spaceship. Red five, man. Millennium Falcon. Oh, what a what a what an amazing ship. Still my fantasy ship. Really? Oh, like if 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 Red I were five? to get like if I were to get like a dream, like a like a wish. Oh, you can have any ship you've ever seen ever. Oh, red five. Pop it really? in my pop it in my backyard. Oh, I'd take swordfish. Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah, no, it's a good one too. But I mean red five. Swordfish. I love red five. It's like a space motorcycle. Well, I mean, just I mean, I just love yes, it doesn't seem very comfortable to me. It seems oh. less comfortable. I don't know. Like I doesn't look like there's a lot of like padding or anything inside. It seems very ergonomic to me. Interesting. Swordfish. All right. Red five seems like you're just sitting in like metal. There's like no seat. There's a cushion. It doesn't look it. There's a cushion down there. You you honestly think Porkins wasn't flying around with a, a cushion? That man 
lived his life in cushions. Oh, and um, what's his name from Heroes? I don't know the actor's name, yeah, name he but man, he's gained some weight. And and and, and that and was I not was a like, take he back he had a tiny little ship. Was that like a cruel joke? They I mean, literally, I thought they just let him die for no reason. The only one they let die in this movie. Wow. And Leia. Leia that, had a good death. Leia did have a good death. That's he did, what, he did so not. So we got to end with. Matt from, Leia had Matt a good from Heroes death. did not have a good death. No. A lot oh, of boy. Heroes references in this episode. J.J. Well, Abrams. Yeah. Um, there were a number of lost characters. Uh, Never saw what, what's the the guy? Uh, Mer- yeah, the guy Pippin? from from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah one of the he two. Was on, one of the he two was hobbits. on. Um, yeah, I never. I, was I can never keep track Pippin. of the two of them. Marin Pippin. and Poppin. And he he gave <laughs> Marin and Poppin. Oh, he gives it's Pippin. Pippin. I know, but yeah. so Marin close that yeah. it's like oh, Mary Poppins. Oh, uh, he gives Chewie a pat on the shoulder. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, and with that, long time listeners. We'll see, we'll see you next time next for time. part two of our Star Wars season two Shades and Sketch Spectacular. Sure. The opening. Working on the, the name. The first. We're working on the name. Guys, we only had a month to come up with the name of this thing. <laughs> and uh, it's perfect. It rolls off the tongue. It does. I'll never be able to repeat it again. And we will see you see next, you next time. time. If you'd like to take a more active role in supporting Geeking Out, Visit us at patreon.com slash shades and sketch. Our website is shows.acast.com slash geeking out. You can email the show at go with shades and sketch at gmail.com or contact us through Facebook or Twitter. Geeking Out is a production of Tree Cave Creative LLC. All rights reserved 2020.